technical difficulties zencaster's failing us your internet's failing us yeah that's just life though you know sometimes you're the internet sometimes you're the the not i don't know what's my respawn time like the internet internet. (laughs) that wasn't intentional we're going to a show later on oh yeah what show gojira mastodon and uh lorna shore which those three bands are really not like each other because if you're like, oh, I recognize Mastodon, maybe I like these other two bands. I mean, maybe you'll like Gojira. Lorna Shore is going to scare you, though. I don't like to be scared. Yeah, I know. There's going to be a lot of people at that show trying to watch Mastodon or Gojira, and they're not going to be ready for Lorna Shore, dude. Do you ever have, like, nightmares? <laughs> what? Yeah, but what? <laughs> I actually don't dream. I actually I lay in bed with my eyes open. Yeah, and I just sit there until the I just fast trap. I what is it? You wait and fall out. That's what I do. Yeah, that. you just you see a slider that ticks by like in chunks of one hours. <laughs> one, two, three. Okay, time to get up. Yeah, those, then the sun quick. is like moving to different spots. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, suddenly it's time to work. No wonder I'm so depressed. I I was having nightmares last night, but it's the weird thing about my nightmares is that I'm a sleeper that can like wake up whenever I'm like, whoa, 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 things are not going well. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then I just wake up. Like the second I see things not not going well, I'm just out of there. That happens to me as well. I think that's called lucid dreaming. But like that's the very beginning of lucid dreaming where like you realize you're in a dream and then like you wake up because of it. And the people who lucid dream are the people who can realize they're in a dream and then like continue to dream. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. I think I do that, but I'm not quite sure. I don't want to self-diagnose lucid dreaming and offend all the real lucid dreamers out there. They're probably a pretty strong community. You don't want them coming after you in their dreams or something like that. They're astral projecting into your dream and giving you more nightmares. <laughs> Just like with with the dog. Powers. It's the dog in, in Silent Hill, you know? Oh, God. I don't know. It's like the dream police. Maybe they'll save me. But, like, uh, they're inside my head. Like, last night, I kept having nightmares. I don't even remember what the nightmare was specifically. But I would wake myself up. I would think about it for a minute. I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Get back in there. And so then I'd go back to sleep. And I kept going back in there. And it was like three separate times I'd wake myself up because things were not going well. But then I'd wake and be like, it wasn't that bad. Because, like, if I have a bad nightmare and I wake up and I have to wake myself up, I'll be, like, sweaty with, like, (laughs) fear. But then, like, if it's not a bad nightmare, then I'm like, why did I wake myself up? What am I doing? Dude, one time I had a nightmare so bad in high school, like, I was with my high school girlfriend at the time, and she was in bed with me, and she thought I was having a seizure. Like, I was, like, gripping into her, like, we were, like, playing together. <laughs> He's fine for his life over here. Yeah. And it was a wild nightmare, too. It, it, it was, the only reason I remember it is because, you know how, like, you wake up and you're, like, you remember the nightmare vividly, and it starts to, like, fade away, like, vapors slipping through your fingers. Start oh to fade God. away. So, like, right away, I was telling her the story, and then she was like, "Wow, that's incredible." She was like, "You should write that down." And that's like, and so I remember it vividly, but it's like, do I or do I really remember just the story I made up? Because dreams really are just kind of loose. You know what I mean? Like sometimes oh, they have yeah. a pretty strict narrative, but usually you're just dropped in the middle of it, and there's already a bunch of established lore. You know what I mean? It's like the <laughs> yeah, bet you're wondering how I got here middle. kind of thing. Oh my god, so stupid. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener, if this game is the creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. 
Hey, Nave. Hello. I don't remember what we've done this. We've done this intro like three times now. Yeah, is this round three? Troubles. <clears throat> yeah, it's a little annoying. So we're not nearly as annoyed as we were before. We kind of just accepted that this is going to suck, but actually it's working out really great. And I think that's probably what this, that's the lesson that Zencaster was trying to teach us all along. You know what I mean? To just kind of yeah, go with it. You just got to take the fatalist view of life is going to give you what it's going to get. And you just got to lemon, lemons that bitch. <laughs> yeah, lemons that bitch, Philip. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing right now. Uh, you ever drink, the, you ever heard of youngling beer? Y-U-E-N-G-L-I-N-G. Are you messing with me right now? What do you mean? Is this popular beer? Yeah, Yingling, is that what it's called? It's Ying O'Clock. Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, it does. It would be pronounced that, wouldn't it? Yingling. I'm pretty sure me and JP were drinking those. Like, and you're like, "What are you guys drinking? Some uh, Dr. Peppers?" And I'm like, "No, it's American." Yeah. Yeah, I've Yingling. literally never seen them before. And then, so I I went to August Burns right with my friend Jesse and one of his friends, and they were selling these at the bar, and they had never been selling them before. So I was like, "Okay, this is weird." So I'm thinking maybe this thing just kind of missed Oklahoma. Because, you know, I'm assuming Texas, you get a lot of different kinds of beers. Yingling is actually probably my favorite beer. And I started drinking really? them in Florida. Yeah. They're they're pretty nice. You know, they're kind of smooth. They're not that bad. No, they're, they're very tame as far as I think beer flavors go. Because beer has a range of flavors to be like, oh, man, that's so savory, too. Is this literal dog water? Like, <laughs> this tastes terrible. <laughs> like, well, if I you like this, this, I would, like, maybe import some Orion. I don't know if you have an Asian market nearby, like, near your we house. Do. Uh, you Mini. should go there. You should, do you ever go there and just walk around and like there's like fish just out? And you're like, whoa, look yeah. at that. <laughs> you walk by and you slap them on the fin. You're like, high five. Yeah, and then you get kicked out right away. <laughs> like, no, why are you touching no. all the food? The first time protein? I went to an Asian market, uh, my coworker Kim, uh, he was like, oh man. Uh, first we went out, we ate Korean barbecue together and a little little guy date. And then he's like, we got to go to the Korean market. I'm like, you know, we got to begin back or whatever. And he's like, it's next door. And I'm like, of course it is. And then we will go next door. <laughs> and he bought me Korean ice cream and we looked at everything. And he explained Dude. to me the differences between good and bad boba. When you're making homemade boba. It's incredible, though, because it's like all, all these different like like ethnic communities. They always there's like little hubs because that's like it's like that here in Oklahoma City. There's spots in Oklahoma City where like all the signs are in Spanish. It's fucking really? awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And like there, there's an Asian area. There used to be an Asian market really close to my apartment, but they moved. But all the Asian restaurants are still there. So that's where I always go and eat Thai or like pho or stuff like that. Like I, I fucking love it over there. I really miss the Asian market because they used to sell this beer called Orion, which comes in this huge bottle. Like, if you have a pint glass, it would be like a pint glass and two-thirds. Like, that's how big it is. I used to drink it at this ramen shop all the time, and I fucking really miss it. And th- and they moved, like, across the city, so it's, like, really uh, uh, obnoxious to get to it now. You know where this beer is from? It's from Japan. I think it's from Okinawa. There's a reason why it's called Orion. I can't remember because there's like all kinds of like cool like symbolism on the bottle and stuff. And the bottle's really big and cool. Like if you if you collect bottles like some people do, you know, that'd be one of those that you might want to grab. If you like Yinglings, you might like Orion because this tastes like a not as flavorful Orion. Makes me think of Shinchan. Whenever they would open up a beer, it would be like a big beer bottle, the big beer. And Dude, I think that's it. Yeah, I think they're probably drinking Orion. I had to go back and look because I've only been drinking Orion for like four years. Like, I mean, you know, occasionally for four years. I mean, how often do you watch Shin-Chan? Not really that often. You know they have a video game now? Yeah, I saw that too, but it looked, um, I don't know, it looked kind of weird. 
as far as uh like i have not seen i'm not in the shin chan lore but you know i watched all the episodes like 10 years ago but there was like dinosaurs and stuff it looked very like yeah. fantasy it looked well, like the thing I South think Shin-Chan in Japan is a lot more wholesome than it is in America. I think it's like an MXC situation. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Like, you think the yeah. dub is, like, even more extreme? Than- well, yeah, the dub, <laughs> they're talking about, like, abortion and shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, this guy is woke, bro. This little kid is, like, awakened <laughs> right now. Yeah, this five-year-old boy. Yeah, <laughs> they're, the talking about, they're doing, like, Bill Clinton impressions. And I even as a kid, I was like, I wonder <laughs> what they're actually saying. You know what I mean? I did think about that. Like, I wonder, like... How how localized was it? Yeah, because I don't know if any if the listeners you got to watch look up MXC. There is a Twitch channel that just plays MXC episodes, just streams them all the time, twenty four seven. I don't know if they're still up. I'm pretty sure they are. But um, MXC is basically uh, what is it? Wipeout or Ninja Warrior? Essentially, Wipeout's the funny Ninja Warrior, and MXC is yeah, the funny Wipeout. Is. Essentially, and MXC it used to be called Takahashi's Castle. But um, and that's the Japanese version. It's very similar to how like Power Rangers is here, and then it's uh, Super Sentai or whatever in Japan. Yeah, that's it. Right. Um. Uh. In MXC, it's all dubbed by like four different American comedians, and they and it's so fucking funny. But MXC in itself is uh, or or Takahashi's Castle in itself is so fucking funny. Like it is so crazy and wacky. So that they're crazy and wacky like american like comedy on top of it it just it puts it over the top it's so great and they fall and hurt themselves so badly on that show like (laughs) full-on sprinting on these like one of the best ones is there's like rocks on the water and you have to full-on sprint to the other side and half of the rocks will sink if you fall it's called sinkers and floaters so if you step on a rock that sinks you'll fall straight down but you're running at mock speed so like you will crash crotch first into the rock in front of you (laughs) and just die you know what i mean or like even funnier like there sometimes there'll be like a little like asian lady and she just jumps like hip like from one to another and she'll just (laughs) make it and it is so funny when when people like that make it you know what i mean yeah, oh, it's so good. You guys have to watch MXC. That is, if you want to insight into Nave's brain, MXC. You'll understand why I, I grew up watching MXC. You'll understand why I'm the way I am now. Yes. Perfect shit. But we are a video games podcast, and this week we're going to be talking about Minecraft Legends. But before we get there, let's just talk about the things we've just been playing on our own. So, Nave, what have you been playing? That I feel like that was like the mythical, you know, three times tangent. That was a tangent, side of tangent, side of tangent. I've been oh, playing yeah. inscription. You're going to connect the dots. Yeah, it's the Russian nesting doll. Yeah, I see you on this constantly. I can't. Uh, this is literally the only game I'm playing, listener. This game has knocked all of the all of the awesome AAA games that have been that have been coming out. I stopped. I haven't beaten Resident Evil yet. I stopped playing Pokemon. I stopped playing Final Fantasy. I stopped playing everything because inscription's kind of taken over my mind. Even Tokyo Blood Dragon. Oh yeah. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo? Yeah, How I haven't it? played it yet. I just literally haven't played anything. So you know on Xbox you can sort by like last used. It just says yeah. inscription and then it says uh three weeks ago. Two weeks. Yeah, three or weeks. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. For everything else. It's I don't know, man. Inscription is really good. And I I can't stress enough how much I want people to buy this game and support it and play it. Philip has already told me that because I've been fucking nagging his ears all every like he said, every time he sees me online, I'm playing inscription. I've been talking to him about it, but I I can't spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Because I, I went into this not knowing a fucking thing about it. And w- this game changes. 
as the more you play it, the more it get the more weird and wacky waving inflatable arm flailing it gets. And I and that's as much as I want to say. Like if you like card games, if you like subversive narratives, if you like meta narratives, if you like if you like games like should I even say this? If you like games like Spec Ops the Line, if you like games like Doki Doki Literature Club, it's not the same as any of these games, but it is in the same vein of like these narratives that are going to take you on a fucking ride, like you know Marvel versus Capcom two style. You know, I I really really enjoy it, and it, it's not even the fact that it's a card game because I really like card games and I like numbers and I like roguelikes. You know what I mean? I like creepy shit. I like these awesome narratives. I like these like delete that part. You're editing this. Okay, me delete that part. But I like all of that shit. I really, I, I, I spoiled a little bit. Sorry, Philip. I spoiled a little bit for the. But it's gonna care. be gone. Sorry. It doesn't matter. Inscription is fucking really, really cool. And I've been seeing more and more people starting to play this now that it's on an Xbox because I think it's been on PC for a while. I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter like posting screenshots saying that they're playing this, and I'm just like, good, oh, good. People are re- everyone that's been playing started playing this just gets wrapped into it, just like I have. And I might be hyping it up really, really hard, but I just really like this. This is my this is basically my next Signalis. I think I like Signalis more than this because Signalis is more emotional. It meant more to me. But I'm not sure because I'm not done with Inscription's journey, so I don't know where it's going to take me. But it's definitely uh, not what I expected it to be, and I love it whenever I'm being able to caught. I'm be I'm able to get caught off guard by games because that doesn't happen very often. I've played so many fucking games. And I've experienced so many different kinds of stories. And I'm not saying that this is like a, an amazing, like life altering story, but it definitely is changing the way that I look at, like the way that narrative can be presented in games like this. You know what I mean? It's doing, it's paving, yeah. it's paving, it's paving its way. Anyway, that's it. Inscription. Yeah, when you talk about seeing a narrative in a new way. I don't know. It thinks you more like how abstract things can be, but still have a compelling narrative. Like we look at like Thomas was alone. Yeah. Or like journey. I still well, play journey, journey, but yeah, but it looks, it looks really uh, graphically moving though. Like I feel like, wait, is there any narration in that or anything? No, I don't think there's any spoken words. I'm pretty sure. So it's literally just images. Yeah. It's similar to Abzu. You play the Abzu, haven't you? Mm. I don't think so. It's well, journey's to, probably uh, better. But the Doof's big bean burrito rollout or whatever. Yeah, that, Yo- that, that Yoko's uh, Yoko's mailman pinball. Or Island yeah, Express. Yoko's Island Express. Oh, Yoko's Island Express. I don't play that <laughs> one. That one's on my playlist too. I don't that game might have words. I don't fucking know. Ori in the Blind Forest. Limbo. Okay, yeah. Let's just keep Ori. doing it. How many Ori, games do no. we know? <laughs> Ori does not have any uh, text in any way at all. It's just grunting hey philip have you ever had youngling beer oh my god i think that's <laughs> we didn't cut that part out i think that was in this cut we don't need Oops. to recap that one <laughs> well then, then the listener gets to see you behind the curtain You're behind the curtain where we are this is actually the the uh fourth hour we've spent recording this one episode dear listener this has been a long one yeah i'm actually two hours late to the show that i was really excited to go to i haven't eaten I haven't shit my pre-show shit. Of course. It's All right, tradition. so games I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing uh, JoJo still because I'm the more it's like a sunk cost type thing where I know the more time I spend in it, the more I'm going to be like, I have to be Nave. 
whenever we finally have our showdown. But also, I can't tell if I'm actually improving in skill or not. So then I desperately go to the YouTubes and I'm like, "What? Give me some techniques. Give me some some training, some background skills, anything." And I watch it, and oh, dude, there's not any coverage for this game. This game is not really? well documented. Yeah, like there's like maybe mm. two YouTubers that have pri- provided any coverage on it, but they're for characters that I don't like. They're like, you got to play uh, uh, Dazzling Daniel. And I'm like, Dazzling Daniel sucks. I don't want to play as him. Because did you look like at the... the uh, did you look at like tier lists? Oh, the, the thing is like, I've, I saw there was like two tier lists, but both of them have marked themselves as out of date as of the new updates to the game. Because they were still updating the characters or like rebalancing them. Damn, the only thing really that seems no to be consistent, huh? yeah, like no one except I did see that there was a moist critical stream where he played the crap out of this game for like a day. I bet. Have you started watching JoJo yet? You think maybe watching the show will give you like a new appreciation? Uh, no, I haven't watched it. But since I started searching for JoJo material on this game, I do just get the clips now on YouTube or whatever, like little like YouTube shorts, and it'll just be a section of the anime where somebody says something wild. And then just cuts to them like, I can't believe it. And it's like a dog. Because there's one character that's just a dog. I don't know if you've seen it with a, with a human face, human face dog. Dude, that sounds fucking amazing. It's pretty creepy looking. Have you played, have you uh, finished uh, Hogwarts Legacy? Has Jana no, finished still it? still installed. No. The thing is like, we are like capital G gamers. We are always be gaming. But there's so many games I want to play. But it's just like, when am I going to sit down and actually play him, you know? Yeah, look at this. I'm just sitting here scrolling Twitter for fun while you're talking. And look, uh, Jordan from our uh, Woe Long episode has, has started playing this. And he, he's literally just a little bit past where I'm at. This is going to, I mean, so you like seeing this. I've ever played. Yeah, but people are really fucking enjoying this game. And I'm, I, it, it warms my heart. I wish Signalis got as much love as this game is getting, but I'm I'm really happy. I'm I'm not spiteful. I'm not hateful. I'm not upset. Oh my god, I'm upset. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I like seeing this stuff. It's just seeing this lets you go. Oh, huh. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna yeah, play the game at the beginning. Not what I expected. That that is not how the beginning of the game looks. So you're already like, okay, well, I know the game is gonna look differently. So I'm already kind of sad that I showed you that. But oh, you've, you've been listening to me say, talk about it this whole fucking time. So it doesn't matter. What were we talking about? But I've been playing uh, just games we've been playing. Like, there's so many things I want to play. Like, I'll pop in for like two minutes and play Dicey Dungeon. And I'm like, this is good, but I cannot sit here and play this for some reason. I got to move on with my life. And JoJo's good, but I, once again, I'll do like three fights and I'm like, ah, that's enough practice for today. But if we're going to the backlog, Bustin, Nave, I finally beat Mountain Blade 2 Banner Lord. No, you didn't. I did. I beat the game. That's I got the Barbarian victory. Beating. You know, yeah, you know, just now, ninety nine hours to beat. By the way, that's what I was dreaming about. Was Mountain Blade Two? I don't even think I played this the the campaign single player mode, but I was dreaming I was playing it. That's weird. Yeah, and so I have no, I can't even, I can't, can't even describe to you what I thought I saw. Like it was kind of like a mixture between Dynasty Warriors and like Total War, but I know that's probably not what the game looks like, huh? Like that I was looking at a map. Oh really? Yeah. I I haven't played yeah. a single moment of the fucking single player, but that's I was playing it and like aware that that's what I was playing. That's kind of weird. That whatever. Uh, but that's my thirty sixth game this year. I'm trying to get a hundred games. I'm really need <clears throat> to pick up the pace on this because uh, I thought I could clear like two games a week, and I have not done that for like five weeks. 
Well, you fucking so, you hit the ground running before, so it doesn't even matter. But yeah, you kind of cheated because you had a you literally got right to the finish line of like five games at the end of the year, and you're like, hey, this counts. Well, no. Come on, man! Like last year, I was definitely doing that where I was I would like get a game where I'm like, okay, I I don't want to finish this game except for like one game a week, just so I can report back on it. So I'm always making progress, but. This year, I'm just trying to finish anything at all when I can. But then I'll hit a point where, like, oh, I'm going to play um, Tunic. And I get in there, and I do, like, two boss fights. And I'm like, whoo, this is hard. I'll come back to this later. And then I rotate to Signalis. And I'm like, I don't know how to solve this puzzle. This is hard. I'm going to come back later. But then I come back later, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing in Signalis. Do you have any games that, like, any older games that you have in your backlog that you're just really wanting to go back to? No, it's more than newer games. Like, even though we talk so much crap about Atomic Heart, I really want to play it. Or there are older games. Like, it's mostly, I really want uh, the cinematic first-person games. I want to play uh, Tokyo Hardline. I want to play Atomic Heart. I want to play um, uh, Prey, New Prey. Oh, dude, you should play Prey before those other ones. <laughs> Prey is so fucking good. Like, I want those super immersive first-person narrative type games. That's what I'm craving right now. My eyes have been set on Metal Gear Solid 2. Like, really really badly. I'm like, I really want to go back and play that. Because I have such a weird relationship with Metal Gear Solid 2 where I've played it probably like 15 times over the course of like a dozen and a half years. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I've played it so many times. Ever since I was a kid, I was like, I hate this. I don't understand it. And it's always like a very similar experience. And I, but I've always been aware of how profound the game is. Not always, but like as I've been got as I've gotten older, I've been always told that like this is the game. If you like serious game narrative, if you like things that makes you like like think about the real world, like the end, the ending of Metal Gear Solid Two is incredible. And I see you smirking. You're like, yeah, okay, dude, whatever. But um, dude, dude the I ending. Have you so ever seen? On, oh yes, like, I'm telling you, dude. So many YouTube like essays about the majesty that is the metal gear series i've spent more time watching stuff about metal gear than i have playing any of the games and i think i own like three of them at this point but i just haven't played them but i just watch stuff about them definitely play five because five is so much different so different than the other games that it's like it's the entertainment values in the sandbox cry it is not a far cry it's more like uh breath of the wild you know what I mean? Okay. Where like it's like sandbox driven and very fucking silly, you know? But like what I'm saying, like I what you said is like it hits it strikes home with me because it's like, am I running into the sunk cost fallacy with Metal Gear? Like how many times do I have to play Metal Gear before I just realize that it's not my game? You know? Like even though I really enjoy the story, like because I'm just like you, I've seen like probably a hundred and eighty hours of like YouTube like video essays just on Metal Gear Solid 2. I've seen so much. I like know Metal Gear Solid 2 like the back of my hand, and I've never fucking really gotten past the first like two hours of the game. And I think the most recent attempt was like maybe two years ago. Because I have the Xbox, I have the digital version of the Xbox 360, and it's backwards compatible, right? Which unfortunately, yeah. if you're looking for it, uh, I don't think it's listed anymore. I don't think it's ever coming back. I think it's just delisted forever. So you're going to have to get a physical copy on Xbox if you want to play it on Xbox Series. But. Dude, the the I watch probably like every three months. I watch the the ending of Metal Gear Solid Two, like just a YouTube video of it with no commentary or anything. I just listen to like the last cutscene where they're talking to uh, Raiden, and it's like it feels so weird knowing that I was a kid. I was a kid, and I and like the internet was in its infancy. It felt like 
I, I can't I don't know the exact timeline, but that's what it felt like in my head. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was a kid and he's just describing what what it feels like to be in like modern discourse on social media right now. And it is so weird. You know what I mean? Like it, I get like a really scary feeling from it. Weird how it like dark mirrors our current day. But that also just makes me think of games that were more modern made, like uh, the original Bioshock. Yeah. But even its narrative seems so politically charged. Like, I don't know, like these, it's weird when these games get preachy like that, but it's also what I'm looking for in a game. Like I want an opinion yeah. in my game. But it is I, And that preachy is perfect because it is literally preaching at you for like 15 yeah. minutes straight like the last cutscene. So like I would I literally woke up and I was dreaming about it. Like what was it? What is this? On the 27th, it's the 30th. 3 days ago, I tweeted about this game. I literally just put I I woke up thinking about this cutscene and the line I was thinking of was the different cardinal truths neither clash nor mesh. No one is invalidated, but nobody is right. They're talking about the AI like like they they're trying to convince Raiden that AI should take over free will essentially. And I was just Whoa, thinking spoilers. about that all day, right? Yeah, fuck them. The game's so old. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's so old that if a modern person was like, I want to play it, they'll play it for five minutes and be like, I can't do this. This isn't These fucking fault. are dookie. This isn't Fortnite. You know what I mean? The controls suck, dude. They're so bad. They're so bad. The controls are so bad. But um, it, this that sounds so cringy right now. But, like, dude, I, I'm seriously just, I've just been thinking about this game for, like, two days. And I just... Also, I, here's an AI out here, Philip. Let's lighten up the moon. Here's an a, someone made an AI art of a uh, G- Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> dash cam sighting. <laughs> okay. So she's a Sasquatch on the side. Yeah, of the road. it's Gwyneth Paltrow walking like a Sasquatch <laughs> on the side of the road. So stupid. Anyway, we got a little too serious there. Let's get out of this fucking whatever the fuck just happened. All right. Yep. Yeah, but video games, Nave. What did you buy? Uh, have I bought anything recently? Did you see me buy anything? I don't know. What. No, no, you, might, you just went to a lot anything. of rock shows, right? Yeah, I I bought those these tickets a long time ago, though. So uh, I bought a lot of merch, like a lot of merch and a lot of. Uh, I mean, I guess okay. So someone's retiring at my job, right? And so we went and had a party at a Mexican restaurant. And usually when I go to a Mexican restaurant, you know, I'll get some food, I'll get a Corona, and then I'll just let the Corona sit there until I, got, I get my food. And then I just drink water until the food shows up, and then I drink the Corona with the food. Enjoy it. But they were, like, doing, like, double shots of tequila. I drank, like, six Coronas and a shot of tequila. And I was like, holy oh fuck, I am I'm lit die. up right now. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? And it was in, like, the course of, like, an hour. It was like sixty something dollars of, of uh, the fucking, and I, I had like a, a lunch special, like an eight dollar thing. So it was like all fucking alcohol. I got the chicken yeah. quesadilla yeah. and the six shots of tequila. Yeah, I and it was funny because like I never talk at work. I'm like a quiet boy. I mean, I'm like jamming out to music. It's not that I'm like looking like a school shooter in the corner of the fucking, but I'm like jamming to music. I'm just not talking to you. anyone walks up to me. I'm like, huh? You know, I pull the headphone out. I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I never know what anyone's saying. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to get my fucking job done. And uh, so like them being out of my comfort zone in that area, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. So that's what I've been spending my money on was that the shots of tequila and stuff. Nice. Uh, so, and kind of news, I guess. Uh, 
as for my job and like when I'm actually leaving, I don't know because I, t I talked to my dude, my yo dog. Like I shot, I, I, I went through all the Seaburn training. I'm super qualified. I got my shots. I'm super vaccinated. I am ready to go. I've completed all my You're training. You're turbo vaccinated. Yeah. Dude, you got I vaccinated so five times. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. They just haven't been talking to me. Like I'll message him this week. And it's like, but if we don't hear back, then, uh, you know, I just, I just got nothing for you. And I'm like. What do you mean you got nothing for me? He's like, I, I mean, if they don't, if they don't email me back or anything, I like, I guess you're not going. And I'm like, you guess I'm not going for six months. So I'm yeah. hoping to find out next week. Like, of course, I would prefer to stay here, uh, spend the summer with my family, all my children's birthdays, including my, my son's first birthday, all Christmas, all that stuff. Yeah, we're but at also, the point now that we're getting close to you not being here for Christmas. So this goes on any longer. I know. I'm just so annoyed. Because the military is always like this. It's the government in general, dude. I remember when I was like, oh, I'm going to soapbox for a minute. I'm losing a lot of money and I have to. I lose my days off and stuff. I don't want to jinx myself, but they've been literally pushing it back every... Philip walked away and now I'm angry at him. His baby's probably being wild. Arthur. Whoa! Look at Arthur's Arthur hair! Yeah, he's got hair. <laughs> Sorry, all that fucking hair. Arthur woke up. He was sleeping on the bed next to me while I was yelling about the government. Yeah, and now I'm yelling about the government. They keep pushing back my fucking. They're fucking me with my money, and they're pushing it back <laughs> over and over again. And the, the it's it, this is what it's like to work with the government. Nothing is ever like certain. No, the deadlines are always pushed back. Everything's always put off and kicked down the road. And it's like, okay, good. Philip's not gone yet. That's good. But and I'm not losing my money. That's good. But it's the anxiety of knowing that it's probably going to happen. That makes us fucking upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like There's I've been so go postal and military people are all committing suicide. It's it's not a good not a good time. It's very fucking annoying. I'm just I'm glad I'm getting I'm still have days off, but it's like I don't know. It's so frustrating. And you, uh, another thing, so you got a, you got all your vaccines and stuff like that. At what point are you a super soldier? Dude, I think? keep waiting for that. Like the Captain America, like I'm going to go from being a skinny rat to being super swole and six feet tall, but it hasn't happened yet. Do you think you could beat me in a fight right now? I don't know. How much do you weigh? I think I weigh like 160. All right, I'm 140, but you're taller than me too. So you got I'm me on the size taller. and reach. I yeah, don't but you, know. I do not workout all my working out is i lift up a box occasionally and walk to a door yeah. i mean you got the manual labor going on like i'm i'm literally at a desk job like oh i, I forget I <laughs> like i, forget I used to job. actually have a manual job on the fly line but lately i've just been i just sit on my ass every day you have to be honest I, I thought you were still on the flight line even though you've told me a hundred times you're not <laughs> like no, that's man, just was, in my I'm head when you go warrior now yeah Cyber. you're doing the cyber security yeah you oh, got it. Which, <laughs> you, did you hear the recent business? Dude, with the, with the Discord? Yeah. Oh my god, explain it. Please, it's so fucking funny. I don't, I don't, I don't know the, the stories. JP was telling me more about it than anything. Uh, but apparently there was some leaked information from a... Uh, I don't know if he was Air Force, he probably was. Because that's probably why it was so relevant. <laughs> but then it was like, just this last week, I got we got the email... Because I'm a part of like th four different organizations. Because like we have like our wing, we have our squadron. Uh, I 
we work jointly with the NSA. So I, I got them too. So I received like four different emails saying like, guys, we are reevaluating all security. Uh, we're having a security stand down day where we're just going to talk about not disclosing, you know, documented or, you know, like, what is it like information that can't be disclosed even if you have to do like a you have to do like a captcha like w- click on all the images that aren't classified documentation that you should leak to the internet you know what yeah. I, mean? I mean god it's so insane because like but literally even stuff that's unclassified that is for official use only we are still like under contract you cannot disclose official use only documents but People do it all the time, and it's just like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? There's, how do you even get it out of work? Is like the next thing is like, because of course you can always just like, I don't know, email yourself all these documents. But then there's literally like a email paper trail showing that like, why did you send yourself a 500 uh, megabyte, you know, zip document or something <laughs> like that? We unzip it; it's just full of all these PDF files yeah. that uh, and, should not. And be the shared. guy is like, I have to prove myself right this on the world of tanks forum won't listen to me that i need this oh tank to be buffed it's too weak it should definitely be penetrating the headser the headser is like a 50 year old tank you know what i mean that kind of shit that kind of shit yeah of course i don't know you know the lowland gorilla shake out but uh we are probably gonna get in trouble for it and that's the end of the <laughs> like uh the, the lowest level always takes the brunt you know yeah you know, you ever wonder, like, what if someone I knew that I worked with, like, somehow got a hold of this podcast and just heard me bitching about my job oh. all the time, every episode? Dude, I think about that all the time, like, uh, because, you know, our names are actually, like, attached to this. But honestly, I don't really care that much. You got to talk to me at work. If, if, if you're one of my coworkers and you uh, happen to listen to this, come uh, tell me the code word. The code word is uh, unclassified document sharing. Philo- <laughs> the bad code word you're gonna get fired philip maybe i don't don't do that to me don't approach me about what i do please don't do that <laughs> it makes me feel yeah, nervous workers go make friends with him talk to him about video games like hey it man, makes what me do you scared think about that uh whatever oh yeah talk to me about video games don't be like hey you know how you said this i'm gonna be like oh my god i don't know how i said that i don't know what i've said i don't even know what we talked about 15 minutes ago i have no idea what we've i've said I'm pretty sure when we had JP on the pod, we recapped three different things that we talked about on the previous episode we had him on, and I didn't yeah. even notice. JP needs to get new stories. <laughs> That's know. his fucking Boring fault. Dude. Boring right, guy. Point, Fuck you, JP, for not subscribing we to our are currently, Patreon. I know, Patreon. <laughs> we are currently in development of our sideshow, uh, working title, Fighting Words, getting over here. I don't know. Uh, you're approaching me generic fighting term title here but me and ave are in the training phase for our final showdown on jojo's bizarre adventure all-stars battle r and if you want early access to that episode like a month early or something like that be sure to subscribe to our patron currently our patrons are insane cracker nigga knight hobble michael superbacker and the intergalactic pinecone thank you boys honestly uh the funding really helps a lot with i don't know how things are patron. starting to cost more money yeah, everything's getting more expensive. Dude, my fucking rent went up $80 last year, and it went up $160 this year. Oh, my God. Have you thought about and squatting and just not paying? No. No, because I'm, I'm too nervous. 
You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not a rule. I'm not a rule breaker. You know, I get scared. I, I think that they're gonna notice immediately. But really, you can break like a million rules before no, someone notices one. I know, right? And then you know what I mean? That's kind of the fucking government. <laughs> That's kind of working for the government. You've learned that. We seem to be getting very real <laughs> on this episode. But yeah. another thing, like when, whenever mood. I'm not watching cop traffic stop videos, I'm watching landlord tenant debacles and those are just as insane where it's like this guy hasn't yeah. paid rent in four months but he just hasn't been removed because of some random california statute or something like that where he, he's almost like grandfathered into living this place because he's lived there for so long but it's like who's in the wrong because the landlord was also trying to raise his rent or something like that and it's like hey, i got rats coming out of the sink faucet that type of stuff yeah it's it's so fucking uh dude rats make me nervous too because I was watching this one video of a guy who, like, there's a rat in his toilet. And he was he was apparently on the toilet, like, about to take a shit, and there was a rat oh, in no. there. That's, That's when you so just you press scary. X to pull up your dukes, like, in uh, Oblivion, and you just, like, <laughs> wailing on him. And you see the squeak to death. Squeak, 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 every time. <laughs> Dude, and so I, like, I... Meat. <laughs> I think it was last podcast on the left they were talking about it, but like apparently if you if you call a plumber, you're just supposed to flush it. You're supposed to flush the rat the, back the down rat? the toilet. Yes, is that you, like apparently animal cruelty or something like that? Or are they since they're varmints, no one cares. I would genocide rats. <laughs> I would genocide them. I don't. I don't want any of them around anymore. I don't give a fuck. I, I, sorry for all the people who like hamsters and shit. Them too. Like I don't. I don't want anything that looks no, like no, any no, of them. No. Like, for the record, I really like rats, but I don't like to see them in person. Like, yeah, like, low poly rat is like, cool. Like, yeah, I love any low poly rats in video games. I love them. It's one of my favorite things to see. It's like seeing a I don't know. Like some people really appreciate a nice classic car when they drive down the street. When I'm playing a video game and I see a rat model in game, and I'm like, nah, perfect ratatouille. I love it. Yeah, it's the uh, but like yeah. So the, I don't remember what podcast they're talking about, but pl- you call a plumber to flush, but to get rid of the rat and whatever. Like he will just put the plunger on its head and then flush the toilet, and then oh get paid God. for plumber salary for that. You know what I mean? And yeah, they're just like it's the easiest so paycheck. Yeah, fuck them, dude. I think they can hold their breath for a long time though, or no, something. Uh, I mean, the reason why they're somewhere. in the toilet, it came from up the, it crawled up the fucking pipe. That's where it came yeah. from. So it'll be fine. No, rats are apparently really good in the water. They got mad swimming skill. Anyways, uh, a new game is on Game Pass. That's a fighting game. Blaze Blue yeah. Cross Tag Dude, Battle saw, Special Edition. I saw that one too. I'm like, man, am I really going to recommend another anime fighting game though? <laughs> if Nave cleans my clock in this one? There's not a lot of not anime fighting games. Come to find out. Dude, there's... I mean, there's plenty. Like, honestly, uh, this is a little bit spoiler. So I was thinking of like, man, I really need to win one if Nave beats me. So I need to have a couple back pocket picks. And so my back pockets on like Smash Bros. But I don't know if he owns Smash Bros. And I'm not going to make him buy a $60 Nintendo game because I'm sure that price hasn't dropped just so Never. I can beat him in it. Yep. And like, I, I would totally wreck you in Smash Bros. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it wouldn't even be close. I would be the one having yeah. to train. And follow up, my next one would be like, okay, maybe Gang Beast would be my next one that I would challenge you in. Those count? Wait, is Gang oh, Beast, on, is Gang Beast a Smash Bros. clone? Or is that like another wacky, wavy, arm flailing guy? It's a, it's a wacky, wavy, arm flailing type thing. Well, no, because see, now here here's the weird thing. Cause it's like, is does Mario Party count as a fighting game? Cause... No, no, no. So, okay, see, here's where it got really edgy, where I was like, man, is Spider Heck a fighting game? 
But I'm like, yeah, no, what about I, Stick I Fight? Okay, I would count Stick Fight as a fighting game. I'd fuck you up in Stick Fight, by the way. I'm really no, good at Stick internet. Fight. <laughs> yeah, you'd be <laughs> teleporting around like you're Goku. Yeah. God damn it. All right, so thank you, dear patrons. Please so go, go support us. Nave, what's on the Twitter? No Twitter. Again, Nave. I had a beer. That's fine. No one's going to say anything about this. If anything, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember playing Minecraft when I was eight and I really liked it. I'm like, it's not, this is, this is in this game. It seems to have like not a lot of like uh, hype behind it, which I didn't really expect a lot of hype, but I was expecting to see some people talking about it. Like really quick, let me look at the, so this is, uh, hold on. Okay. So this is what I do whenever we have a game in mind. What I usually do is I'll go to Twitter I'll sort by latest, and then I will filter by people that I follow. And then that's kind of like how I'm gauging, uh, which it's broken right now. Thanks, Elon Musk, you fucking idiot. Um, God damn it. Twitter's always fucked up in some way. Um, Okay, so normally I would sort by latest, but now I've got to sort by top because (sighs) fucking reasons. And um, I just flip through all of the latest posts to see if there's anyone really enthusiastic about the game. That's kind of how I found uh, Mr. Badbit to play Sea of Thieves. You know, that's also how I found Jordan for what did we play? I'm fucking losing my mind suddenly. Is that Sea of Thieves? Whoa, long, whoa, long, whoa, long, whoa, long. Oh no, well, yeah, Tigers. You know, that's how I found a lot of people like this. That's kind of like my my strategy. Um, Minecraft Legends, though, not a lot of people fucking talking about this. The only person I could find was uh, Eric from Game Positive was yeah, on my it. friends like list 16 hours on it insane mm, yeah apparently he reviewed it so mm. which i i would imagine if he reviewed it he probably reviewed it for uh seasoned gaming you're right into the meat since we don't have any uh good tweets coming in the music plays boom, 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 boom. dude you i have you haven't been to a hardcore show have you no probably not the hardest i've so, ever been is like coed in cambria no, there'd be mosh pits in Coheed. Well, we weren't up front. No. Oh, were you like in seats? No. Phillips got a fucking mouthful. What is it, a moon pie? It's a ding dong. Phillips <laughs> got a mouthful of ding dong. <laughs> um, Sorry. Whatever. Go on with what you're saying. Wait, no, you went to the Avenged Sevenfold show with me, right? My very first concert? Yeah, but I didn't go in the front, front lines like, or whatever. Uh, the pit is like in the cent- kind of close to the front, but to the s- more mostly in the center usually. What you want to do is like you want to like go from like the very front of the stage where the crowd is at, and then like it's hard to describe, but go to the center and then like take away maybe an eighth of of space or maybe a third, depending on how big how big the venue is, and mm-hmm. that's where the pit usually is, is, right there in the center. It's always in the same spot every single time. And if the place is big enough for there to be more than one pit, usually it's kind of like fanned out in the same way. You wouldn't be in the, you wouldn't jump in the pit for a little bit just for a second, just shoulder check a couple people and then get out. I don't know, man. I don't believe in violence. I don't either, but I love the pits where I get all the violence out. It's like, uh, you know how people, you know how in church people like fucking seize out and like start speaking in tongues. Oh yeah, I love that's that. like what happens to me. I don't even know. I don't realize, but I'm already in the pit. Like I've like su- like there'll be a really awesome part in a song that I know, and I am suddenly in the pit. But when I come to when I come to you, you know what I mean. I'm getting slammed into. I'm like, oh, I'm here suddenly. I don't know, man. I'm such like a social uh, antiist. Like just me being at a concert is already a lot. Yeah, like I don't like to go anywhere ever. 
that's the thing too. I've always been scared of like like big crowds of people, but it just doesn't apply to me at concerts for some reason. I mean, obviously, because I've been to like seventy of them, but so obviously, I kind of like doing this. But it's like I don't know. There's something about being at the live show and like everyone around you being there for the thing that you are also there for. So it's like you know, there's this awesome song playing, and I'll look over to my left and see like a stranger just like feeling as much emotion as i am and then look to the right and there's another person like screaming or like jumping or something and i'm just like i feel so like i there's no place that i feel better you know what i mean like every time i walk into the venue i'm like the happiest i will ever be and then when i leave i am very sad like it's the worst it's not good (laughs) yeah it's fucking and then i go to work the next morning and i'm just staring at my shit and just like oh my god this is not what i want to do you're like Neo when, whenever he's working in the office and he's just Dude, sitting there. Yes! <laughs> I'm exactly like Neo. It's like, I am Neo from The Matrix. No one's God, ever man. said that in the history of the world, but I'm the first. I'm more of a but, Fight Club guy, but yeah. Fight Club's pretty good. I, I like Taxi Driver. I'm kind of oh a sociopath. Uh, so, uh, but so in mosh pits, there's a thing called the wall, which is the outer ring of, or it's the, it's the ring around the mosh pit. And there's a bunch of people facing the mosh pit usually. And they're just pushing people. Every time someone gets near the wall, you push them away. You wouldn't do, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do something like that. And cause and it's like, you get to push someone really hard as you're not trying to knock them down. Don't yeah, do it yeah. maliciously. No, don't be a, Someone's getting mad at you. But, um, so you're pushing people back into the pit uh and for free and they love it they're like yay you did that that's fun you know you're like a bounce you're boing off of like sonic you know what i mean yeah you're literally that to keep the crowd out around the the mosh pit safe because there's people with like beers in their hands and shit essentially you know what i mean like you wouldn't want to do something like that because i love being on the wall almost as much as i love being in the pit i don't know maybe then again i don't go to shows very often because specifically for my deployment i'm missing the killers because yeah. we already sold our tickets, but I thought it was going to be literally gone by now. Which, by the way, the Killers, waiting... yeah, very misleading name. I know. I doubt there's a mosh going on for the Killers. Dude, I bet there's a song. There's one song that the Killers they get a pit to. Hold on. Keep was talking. it jealousy turning saints Dude, yeah. into the sea? Swim Which, by the, the way, they what? play Mr. Brightside all the time. So in between sets, they ha- the roadies have to come up and like take all the instruments down. And then the new roadies come up and put all the instruments up for the next band, right? And yeah. they play music in between those. And there is always... Uh, there's always music playing and and a lot of times there will be a song that will play and everyone just starts singing and occasionally a mosh pit breaks out. Like one time I was at, uh, yes. damn, what show was it? I think it was Lamb of God and Chop Suey came on by System of a Down and a mosh pit broke out in the fucking pit. Well, in the crowd it was just it was just canned like there was no one actually yes, performing it it was just playing music they were playing music over like a fucking bluetooth speaker essentially yeah, yeah. but uh like so you know je- uh i mean uh mr brightside by the killers is a song that people sing um there is uh, they, the reason why i thought remember that is because uh that part that jealousy turn yeah. its face into there's a part where he goes uh what did, how does that part go but it's just I don't remember that part. It's yeah, the, where it goes up, they they me. Pa- they they muted the music, so all the crowd was just singing it, and then they right. started playing it again, and everyone was like, "Oh, I'm embarrassed," <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Because it was me singing. Uh, but they played a uh, Man Eater by what is it? Hall and Oates? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> everyone was like, 
she's a man eater. <laughs> Everyone was freaking out, and I'm, and I'm at a fucking wage war show. I'm at fucking. <laughs> I'm like, that's the music, and then that God. song comes on, and everyone's fucking partying. I love live music so much. Anyway, the point of that whole story is that none of my friends are going to go in the mosh pit with me. I'm really fucking upset at them. I always go in alone, and I always come back hurt. And they're like, they, they're like, that's what I'm not get. doing that. I don't understand, dude. I just, I just, I don't know. I just feel it different. I'm built different. Feel it. I don't know, man. I got like free health insurance and all that stuff. Like I can go to the hospital anytime I want for anything and I'll pay a dime, but I still don't want to get hurt. Yeah, I don't have health insurance. So if I get hurt, it's going to be devastating. But that's the thing is that like mosh pits, you, you have to try pretty hard to get hurt. You know I what know, I mean? I feel like because... I mess it up. Like I'm going to fall. Someone's going to step on my ankle. Next thing you know, I got to explain to my first sergeant why I suck. Yeah, you do have to like make sure you don't fall. That's like number one, priority number one. But this is the thing is that you never find more brotherhood. I'm talking to a, a military guy right now. You never find more brotherhood than in a mosh pit, Philip. <laughs> I mean, no, I, that makes so much sense. I feel like there's a certain kind of person that's like, like a group of people that are going to go for the mosh. And you kind of know why everyone's there. Everyone's there to have a good time. And yeah. I don't know, it, it makes sense to be a bond there. Yeah, but the moment someone falls down, everyone always, like, stops for a second. You got to pick that motherfucker up. And that's partially your job on the wall uh, of the pit is that you got you to gotta, you gotta make sure that that guy doesn't get stomped on or something. But very rarely I see people get hurt. Apparently, I'm Googling it, and on the, on the Killers subreddit, apparently uh, people don't really form mosh pits at the Killers shows. No, especially modern Killers. Like, I don't know if, like, he's always been, like, Mormon or something like that. But he seemed to have found more Jesus as he's gotten older. Uh, <laughs> old, what's his name? Like Brendan Flowers or something like that. So many of his newer tracks are more religious. So he's like, getting, I think he's attracting a different crowd at this point than the classic days of like Sawdust and Hot Fuzz. God, I love Hot Fuzz. That album's so good. That album literally make it. That is what I think of when I think of Fallout Three because I was listening to that album all the time. That album and Tools Ten Thousand Days and <laughs> That's uh, a bit of a variance there. Uh, Hemispheres by Rush. Yeah, dude. I was I was a kid. I couldn't afford CDs. I just got whatever I got. You know what I mean? Whatever people yeah. gave me. That's the that's the CD I had. And you download it onto your three sixty. So I oh, didn't dude, have the CDs awesome. anymore. Yeah. yeah, like my, my, for the longest time, the only CDs I had downloaded on my 360 was like My Chemical Black Parade, uh, 1X from like Three Days Grace, and yeah. like a Breaking Benjamin album. And Dude, I think I had all those album. downloaded too. I, we probably shared them. That's yeah, right. Riot. <laughs> yeah, right. So it was like I would just listen to like these four albums while I'm playing Dead Rising. Where I'm like, ooh, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and what was the Disturbed album that came out? Indestructible. 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 Determination that is incorruptible. Goddamn. I want to play Saints Row 2 now. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about Minecraft Legends. We're back or whatever. Uh, Listen at home. We might seem like we're off this episode or we're in a weird place. Uh, Let me just be right up front with you. Like, I think this game really fucked us up. Like, this game... Yeah. It was a weird one. It was so strange playing this game. Like, I didn't understand it. And then my, my like, I go to my wife and she's like, oh, you guys not going to play tonight? And I'm like, I can't do it. Like, literally, like, last night, she was like, oh, you know, you guys never finished the game. Are you going to you gonna get Nave on? And I see Nave's on watching YouTube. And I'm like, I can't do it to him. Like, I, I cannot physically make Nave play this game with me. Like, I didn't even want to put it out there. Because I don't know if I had the, the willpower to get to it. Yeah, this is one of those rare ones where we both came to the same conclusion of, like, yeah, we're good. You know, 
Like we, and it was partially because I think I was making Philip a little upset. But um, we started on the hardest difficulty, and then again, of course, I refused to go down. So I was like, no. I'm not because people was like, we can restart it. We can get on normal. We can get back to where we're at so fast. You don't understand because partially one of our problems is that we let the game go for too long and we'll yeah. talk about it. But everything gets more and more difficult the longer the game goes on. It's like civilization. And uh, we goofed doing that. All right. So quick brief. Uh, Minecraft Legends developed by Mojang Minecraft and Blackbeard, Blackbeard, Blackbird, who did Shipbreaker as a developer in uh, Xbox Studios published this one uh released april 18th 2023 so this one came out like it's the 30th now quick math was it like 12 days ago this game's been yep. out for 12 days nave uh store description discover the mysteries of minecraft legends a new action strategy game explore a gentle land of rich resources and lush biomes on the brink of destruction the ravaging piglins have arrived it's up to you to inspire your allies and lead them in strategic battles to save the overworld uh, thirty nine ninety nine Steam Store. So not seventy dollars. That's pretty good. That's very yeah, not seventy dollars. I do part of it. Like whenever I was like just like preconceptions or whatever while we were playing this, or whatever I'm like, I can't believe. Like as we were playing, I'm like this game would be the biggest waste of sixty slash seventy dollars I could imagine. Like if I bought this game, I would be. I don't. I don't know. Like I would just feel insane that I would waste yeah. so much money on this game. But it, it's a little more reasonable. Forty dollars. Yeah, forty dollars. I don't think I'd be that. I would be like, yeah, this is expected. This is kind it of is expected. expected. This is a lower a tier game. game. The weird thing is, like, it's Minecraft. Like, we'll go around to pre- preconceptions. I hear Minecraft, and I'm like, Minecraft games. Like, we we always give Pokemon a pass. Pokemon can make some crap games with like no yeah. innovation, but they still get paid for. Minecraft. Ever since they put out Minecraft Dungeons and Minecraft Story Mode, I'm like, these games aren't bad. Minecraft as a property can make some quality stuff. I haven't played story mode for the record. I've just like seen people play it. I'm like, it doesn't look that bad. It's not, not, not my game. It looks just like a basic telltale game. I played or dungeons. I was look dungeons. I haven't played that one besides like two minutes. And I'm like, this game looks like a good Diablo clone clone, but dungeons or Minecraft flavored. It looks good. I got the thousand in that one. Yeah. Like these games look quality. And then I see this game and I'm like, I expect, quality in my minecraft title this is weird it's like i want a premium disney whatever i want a premium minecraft whatever and then we get in it and for me to be so disappointed so quickly by this game i just don't know how to feel like i'm I'm in a really weird spot because i had no preconceptions with this but i just had a huge history with minecraft as a series because it's minecraft everyone knows that everybody's played it at some point in their life i've sunk i don't know a thousand hours into the different versions of minecraft over the years what about you, Nave? I definitely, I'll go right out of the gate to say that I'm probably a little bit less down on this game than you are, because I kind of, I kind of see where they're like what they're doing and how they're trying to do it. But I'm also quite disappointed in it. Uh, I'm very similar to you, which I, I kind of interjected while you were talking. That, no, go. You know, Minecraft Story yeah. Mode, Minecraft Legends. I played the shit out of them. I got all the achievements in all of those games. Um, I got most of the achievements in Minecraft and multiple times. Because of the not because I played it a lot, but because you know there are servers that let you get all the achievements in one sitting. But um, uh, I really do enjoy kind of like the simplicity of Minecraft, similar to like Lego games. You know. Yeah, definitely. Um, this game, I 
vaguely knew what it was going to be because I remember the Xbox showcase and everything, but I kind of thought it was going to be something slightly different. One thing that I regret is that we never played the multiplayer mode. True. And we also didn't play any of the custom mode because there's a build your own map mode or your own scenario mode. It sounds like Age of Empires 2, which is pretty neat. We mostly, all of our experiences with the campaign right now, and yeah, I don't know. I really thought that I was going to enjoy this more because it. I really do enjoy kind of a real-time strategy, almost tower defense kind of thing going on. There's a lot of different things that are merging together. And for that, I respect it. And I think that's why I'm not so like angry about it. But like, I am definitely disappointed in how little I cared when I was playing. Yeah. And yeah. All that's right. It. So let's, we both seem very kind of wishy-washy on how, we want to nail this game down. Hopefully through this little discussion, we can uh, come to some finer points. But just hours played. Uh, I had 17 hours and they've had 11 hours. A little asterisk on mine because, you know, I have three children. Uh, one of them is in driving school right now, which is like over half an hour away. So every night I have to drive there to drop her off, drive back, drive there to pick her up, drive back. So when me and Nave were playing, I'm like, all right, Nave, got to go. We'll be back in a little bit. And then I would just leave the game running. Found out this was very detrimental to our cause. Yeah. But so my 17 hours has a bit of a fluff to it, except I went back and I spent four hours one day just playing on my own on normal difficulty. And we'll talk about that when we get more to like the difficulties. But I tried this on literally the description is like uh, normal difficulties for experienced gamers for a balance of challenge and, you know, basically balanced game mechanics it says it in the description for the difficulty but i feel like this game is incredibly unbalanced in every game mode or every difficulty huh that's weird. so let's talk about the mechanics real quick in this it's minecraft so there is base building but all of you the things you build are prefabbed units that you're just placing on a map yeah it's very similar to like you know command and conquer yeah um, but um, you're not building, I mean, you do build little structures to like make units, but like for the most part, you're building like, I don't know, towers and stuff. It's, like it's kind of towers. weird. Philip messed with the building a lot more than I did. I was a lot more into the army. This is, we'll talk about it in a second, but that's kind of like the thing that I liked most about this game is like how you can fall into different play styles, but I don't know how you're supposed to play this solo. It's really weird when you're playing it solo. It basically just comes down to spamming everything, but this is also problematic because, like, I w- like I siege multiple bases. Like, I completely cleared out one of the the hordes because there's three different hordes you have to clear. Uh, and I was halfway through the second one before I finally just decided I couldn't play this game anymore, even solo. Where you would you would spawn in a, an army, you'd rush the enemy base, and while you're approaching the enemy base, I would just constantly spam building towers and archer towers. Yeah. And so eventually it gets to a point where you're building your base inside the enemy base and you're just defended by these archer towers. And it's like, oh, I would send all my units to attack. They would go in there, they would fight. And once I saw like they were starting to die, I would just be like, well, time to retreat. I would leave my guys fighting, go back, spawn a whole nother army and just repeat that. And that was how I cleared every base. There was no tactics needed. It was just whittle them down with suicide runs. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's really strange, too, because whenever we would play together, it was more like I would I would be stuck in the base and you would just go farm resources. And then I because I was almost always the one controlling. This is a very strange thing. I guess this is another mechanic is that 
you do have units that you control. It's very loose control. So you can either make all the units nearby you rally and follow you, RuneScape style, or you can make them go to a designated location that's in the center of your camera. Not where your character's looking, but where your camera is looking. And it makes all your characters attack move, if we're going to keep using Age of Empires terms, which means essentially that they're going to go to the spot that you told them to go, and if there are any enemies in between those two spots, they're going to fight them. And it's weird because specific units kind of treat that treat that command a little differently. Like, if you have archer units, they're more likely to attack something in between you and that point than the yeah. melee golem units, where the melee golem units will go to that point and then kind of fan out. Like, they're, yes. they're, they're like, okay, I'm here. What's around me? And then they'll fan out and start fighting, it's which so is something I started to learn. We we fought about that at the beginning of this game where we neither of us understood, like, what exactly was going on. It does behave differently for different units, because if you have the ranged ones, they they do stop and shoot the second they see a target. But the the golems, the uh, the, the metal ones, they're not metal ones, the stone ones, these became my suicide guys, because if the they will go to the point, then look for a target. And so if you mark something, like if you're like, hey, go over there and destroy that spawner, even if there's six dudes in between them and the spawner, they will run past the dudes, go to the point, then attack the spawner because it's closer. I had an, an issue where I was trying to get them to a destroy gate, and I'm like, all right, melee guys, go attack the gate. And I was right next to the gate. I was rubbing my face on it, but I placed the point on the other side of the gate. So they yeah. try, they were just trying to pass to the point they would not attack the gate and that's it was happening was, for me as well that's why i, I like, thought what that... is happening it's such a weird i don't know like order of operations problem yeah so you either need to put the point just before the gate or you need to just make them rally around you and then just stand next to the gate doing facing. nothing well, you can't because... move if you move they stop attacking yeah and so, and also you can't hurt the gate there are many things you can't physically hurt as a person you need units to fight and i wonder if this was a balancing issue that they had to fix whenever they were doing testing with this like i wonder how broken it was that you were able to hurt everything because there are enemy units that you can't hurt and yeah, it is like, very strange it's so strange but they can still hurt you of course uh let's see other mechanics uh you are responsible for be- gathering your own resources unless you have villages that are friendly to you then they will just give you an insane amount of resources the villages give you so much stuff but the problem is if they get taken over the stuff gets raided then you don't have any stuff for them to give you and you have to walk around the field to collect your own stuff and nave the difficulty affects how much resources you get per resource node too really yeah so like whenever we were playing together on legendary difficulty we find like a redstone thing and i'm like sweet there's 20 redstone if i just find five more of these i can build one cannon whereas in when i was playing on normal difficulty i found one of the redstone things i'm like sweet 50 redstone i just need one (laughs) more and i can build a whole cannon oh my god and then i would i would i was able to set up like multiple cannons by the end of it like man this completely a little agitated so yeah, sometimes like, you can't fucking find one. Like sometimes you'll find one and then it's like impressive how hidden they are suddenly. Because you can you can totally see where there is redstone and where there's diamond and coal. It's literally the same texture it, that is on any biome. Like it's the same texture and then just it, the only thing is that the color, color yeah, yeah, is different. So it's so noticeable. 
So it's not like usually hard, but sometimes you just can't. Like Philip was like, Nave, I need redstone. I'm having trouble here. And I'm like, I have no, I've been running around. I really don't know where it's at. Uh, the other thing, let's see. So you need the resources to build your buildings and also to build your troops. But some of the resources you can only get from villages, such as like the uh, Lapis, you can only get that from villages. Or killing enemy units will sometimes drop them. And this became very difficult for us whenever all our villages got taken over. Yeah, because on the hardest difficulty, I assume that those uh, village raids are a lot more frequent, right? And yes, deadly. they are way more frequent, and they weren't having two at a time. Follow-up, all the raids are, like, time-based, and it's so weird because, like, there's a limit on how many structures you can build. And there was a point where, even when I was playing on my own, I hit the limit of how many structures I can build. I'm like, what? Really? There's a limit? Yeah. And then I get raided, and they still instantly just shred through everything, like paper, even on normal difficulty. And I'm like, I don't... What is the balance in this? It doesn't make sense how they're able to... Did you like, ever manage to make it stone walls and stuff like yes. that? Did we ever it do that? It does really not matter. Or what really pissed me off is, like, I also had, like, a place super kitted out. I was attacking the thing, and I'm, like, right at finished. It's at, like, 10%. I'm about to shut down a portal and basically wipe a whole section of the map off. I'm like, this is great. I'm like, oh, this village is being under attack. I'm like, they can wait 10%. I wait 10%. I teleport there. As I land, since I was late, even though in the loading screen it's like, you should set up some defenses while you're gone in case you can't make it in time to defend your village. And I'm like, dude, that place is like the Great Wall of China. It has literally, like, I made... Instead of having just walls, I just surrounded everything in archer towers in like three concentric circles of just archer towers that can just automatically machine gun anything that comes near. I'm like, that that place is fine. I teleport in. Instantly, every single building all shatters a one giant frame-breaking animation as I go to three frames and everything disintegrates. And then it cuts straight to the cutscene of like, oh, the Squidwards are sad because the village failed and was taken over. And I'm like, what? It was 10 <laughs> seconds. I was not here. And because of that, I have to rebuild. All those resources were lost. All the time I spent building up that place was lost. If I would have known it was going to do that, I would have just teleported there 10 seconds sooner. Maybe so yeah. annoyed. Like, what, what's the point? And Phillip. the best part is, all the, all the pigs were instantly dead when I arrived, too. And they went from, like, 60 pigs instantly to zero. So they something killed them. And also, all the towers instantly died at the same time. So everything, just the wrath of God nuked this whole village. And then they instantly cut to, thanks for saving us from the pigs, but everything was destroyed. And I'm like, destroyed by what? There's nothing here now. God. Yeah, Philip so definitely mad. felt the resource loss more than I did because he was so much more involved in the building and stuff like that. Because the only things I really built were the upgrades. Like, there are upgrades that you can put around, like, your little central hub area that, like, increase your troop limit and, and all kinds of stuff. That's also how you, like, learn how to mine coal and shit like that. And that's a, I, I was prioritizing doing those while Philip was, like, prioritizing actually playing the fucking video game and, uh, and other stuff like that. There's another thing that you get where uh, there are... There are units around the map. The maps are procedurally generated, by the way, which they I think are. is really interesting. Really cool. Um, it is cool the, until you get to the bases, and then you realize they have not been... Like, they are generated so that they are just, like, impossible to navigate. Yeah, the bases... Are, they, the bases suck, especially the ones that are, like, on, like... On the plateaus. Progressingly... 
higher little islands. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's it's a little bit like, how did this even form? Like, how did they get the, how did they get this material up here? Like, you know, it, like, ugh, it's terrible. Anyways. And so you, uh, there are different little units. There's four of them around the map called the first that you could spend gold and a different resource for each one. And each of them are super units that follow you around. If they die, they respawn whenever you go back to a village or the central hub. And then uh, those units are kind of invaluable. Because yes, they are insanely good. They're, they're the best great. units in the game. You don't have to spend anything. They're like hero units. And you don't have to spend any resources to get them. It's just as soon as they die, you teleport back and you bring it back. And either of us could have used it and 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 commanded them. Um, those guys are really cool. And I would recommend anyone playing on any difficulty higher than normal to prioritize going to get those. Because they each cost 100 gold each. And you only get gold from chests or from... Uh, little ore deposits that are in bases or outposts. Yeah. And uh, so farm that gold, get those four guys, and then start really pounding out stuff. But, like, you can't take too long because all of the pigs start upgrading their bases and they start getting more outposts, and it just gets it gets out of hand. So you got to continue to fight, but whenever you get 100 gold, you got to go and grab those first guys because they're insane. They're great. I think we can get right onto like kind of the biggest crux of this game that isn't really like it's not out front and center, but you you come to realize it very soon that you are always on the clock. There is no pause for this game, even if even if you like go back to dashboard or try to quick resume or save and quit. Like saving quits like the only way because this game is for one, it's server side hosted. I noticed because I would lag in my single player game, and I'm like, what is happening? Turns out you are uh, on it, like you were playing on a server side, always joinable. There's no private game, from what I can tell, or private offline game. This does seem like it would. This is definitely aimed at co-op. Yes, it, more than just so. a single player. This game would be so much easier if we had two more players. Like if we literally yeah. just have one person building bases, one person uh, leading armies, and then have literally like two people sprinting across the world to collect resources, or just be in places to defend them, this game would be so easy. But two players on the hardest difficulty was just impossible. But this is also another thing, is that like there is a spawn limit in, in units, and yes. it is not unique to each player. It is It is worldwide. So, at first, you can only have like 15 units, and that's spread out between me and philip which is when philip quickly was like okay nave i surrender you can have the units and then he's just stopped building units ever, ever again and because if i built 15 units on the other side of the board on the other side of the map to take an outpost and philip was in the middle of trying to siege uh, a base he couldn't build any more units because i had all the units now right yeah. and so i don't know that's a very strange thing i don't know if that's like to limit cpu usage or whatever but but it's also something that they have for upgrades, too. Because by the end of the game, we were able to hold, like, 45 units each. We couldn't even command 45 units, like, I individually. Know, that's such a weird thing. Like, the individual command limit, it seems to be the only balancer for that. Like... You can upgrade that, by the way. You can. Like, you need to upgrade them both. Because there's also, like, you can get units that are different from your summonable units, including yeah. the wildlife. Such as the wolves, awesome. the pigs. You can llama. grab those. The llama. Llamas are ranged that. units. Really? It's awesome. It. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't grab great. them until my single player game when I'm like, oh, there's a pig. And I whistled at him and he was like, let's fuck someone up as he like cocks a gun and starts yeah. following me. Dude, actually... it's great because it's like you there are roaming gangs of fucking wolves, you know what I mean, that you can go grab or creepers and stuff like that. So every time I'm always like collecting them before I get to the base. Yeah, but as I was saying, like you're always on the clock. All these actions we're taking are eating into time and the time is always ticking by and every night something bad happens. Every night, either a piglin base will get upgraded and go up a star, rebuild, like if you had done any damage to it at that point, it gets completely healed and just gets improved. So much so, we had a base that I had almost taken out. Nighttime happened, and since it was one of the ones listed as going to be upgraded soon, I was like, oh, we need to take this one out. While I was there fighting it, it upgraded, and... Got all its health back, undid all the damage I did, destroyed all my buildings I had constructed nearby, and just said, start again. Yeah, and that was pretty close to the the time the point that we both quit. Because another thing that happened to me was Philip has just gotten a new internet service provider and all of that jazz. This is probably why we were having trouble at the beginning of this episode. And uh, I, I would lag out of his game. I would be like... A hundred percent of the way through completing like a village, like retaking a village, and I would be in the middle of building a carpentry house, which is how you completely retake the village. And I lagged out, and I came back. I had to run. I spawned in the center, had to run all the way back across the map to that to that village, just to find out that it reset all of my progress. Even though Philip was still in the fucking game, yeah, he never left. I was the one that lagged out, and then the game just reset that village progress for me. So I had to retake it, and then I died. And then I went back, and I had to retake it again. And I, I was like, I can't. I can't keep doing this. I was just so fucking angry at the game. Because whenever you get to that end game, there are some enemies that will almost one-shot you. Like, yeah. they will hit you, and you're almost dead. And if you take one straight arrow, you're dead. And then you have There's to restart so the whole projectiles, fucking thing. And they like yep. hone in on you. They are very well-targeted projectiles. Like you can try to like juke them, but they are just raining them out. Cause like every, it seems every piglin has some ranged attack they can use. So once again, with the village thing, I remember at one point I went to defend the village that was under attack and I'm like, Oh, Nate, I'll just pop over here real quick and defend them. I, and you are on a timer. Then you had to basically wait till sunrise for the the and defend the village all night and while i was there i built up a whole bunch of stuff had towers had troops walking around I'm like this is easy i'm just chilling having a good time I'm actually kind of enjoying the game and then i died and i'm like oh no worries i'll respawn and come right back because i died and i was the only one in the village counted as an instant fail and the whole village just got nuked off the map and it was like oh no we're completely destroyed it needs to be recovered now and i'm like wait i was winning like there was i had a fortress constructed the piglins weren't even in the village they were outside it and somehow we still it still got destroyed just because i died there it's very disappointing yeah there it definitely relies it relies too heavily on the player and there's no autonomy other than you which yeah. is depressing and that's not what you want to see in your like pseudo real-time strategy like strategy games you know what i mean you don't want to see zero autonomy from the game itself you want to be able to like Start constructing things and then forget it. And yeah. this map is too large to have to deal with. You know what it reminds me of? In Fallout 4, the Preston Garvey situation where he's like, hey, another settlement is under attack all the time. And everyone hated it because the settlements had no agency. You know what I mean? Like, you, there's no way to, like, help the, make the settlement not be under attack. And, like, and like be able to forget it. 
like you always it had to be you to go and fucking do it right yeah and you got your own fucking quest pretty much uh which with you always being on the clock the game gets progressively harder because every night it's not always just like one thing will happen. It'll be like this piglin base goes up at difficulty star, but also they'll build a new outpost. So there's going to be something else in the overworld that you either need to destroy or run past. And you think like, Oh, I could clear an outpost and get free XP or whatever and level up my, like I could progress with my skill tree unlocks and now I can control more units or stuff like that. Oftentimes it is not, that helpful like the upgrades are great you know it's cool it's like carry more resources great it never seemed balanced enough to make it worth the time investment because then you're spending a whole night clearing an outpost recovering a village attacking a settlement like a, a pig settlement and by then they've already rebuilt something else and your other stuff still needs to be defended at the same time so it seems so unbalanced it's so weird because like we look at other time-based games like Dead Rising 1, for example, if we're going to talk about what we talked about earlier. That game yeah. is severely time-based. In the beginning, you're like, this game is unbeatable. I can't beat it in this time. But then you realize you probably can't on your first playthrough. But you carry over a New Game Plus, pretty much, or your character levels, and now you level up your character. You're literally moving faster, or you have more health, or you do more damage. Or your knowledge of the mall gets better. Whereas this is like the map is procedurally generated, but your knowledge really doesn't help you anything because everything is remade each, each night. Every time the piglin village levels up, it's got a new construction and it's not even like you can siege for a long time because that's what it usually turned into where I spent like, it seemed like multiple two in-game days sieging a piglin tower just for it to upgrade on me. And I'm like, well, all that work's undone. All those resources gone. Or during that whole time, they took over two of our villages. So now we also have less resources and we need to spend the time to go back and recover those villages. It just never seemed balanced in any of the progress we were making. Even yeah, though there was one time that where we, we, uh, cause there's three different little faction, big factions. And we took two of their three places. And then the amount of time it took for us to take the third one, which was the hardest one to take, they made two more. And then we took one of them, which was an easy base, and the second one upgraded into a medium in the time it took us to beat the hard base and then go and take an easy base. And by the way, the whole time we're fighting this one... The other two pig factions are just leveling up their their current bases and developing new outposts and attacking our villages. And I'm like, it is, this is physically impossible with two people. I don't even think it would be possible with four people, honestly. With how limited our levels were, how limited we were on building structures, it just seemed resources too. Because there's so many capped resources. It's not like you can just go like, oh, I'm going to go get an insane amount of like iron and wood and stone and I can just build a massive army to take over these guys no the second you get in there like yeah you you got what you got if you need to leave well sucks they're gonna rebuild while you're gone oh god why yeah it is tiring there's so it's 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 there's they had an interesting like buffet of things that they wanted to do and it's almost like you know you become like a like a proficient at many things master of none what is it what is that saying no, it's it. Something like that. Whatever. Jack it's of not all even trades, really proficient. Master of none. Yeah, yeah. Jack of all trades. That's it. But it's you're not a jack of all trades, though. You're just kind of mediocre at everything. Yeah, they and just grew so much stuff in this game. I don't know. It's like if they would have focused on real-time strategy, it probably would have been better. Or if they would have focused on like this total war kind of thing, probably would have been better. 
but they got so many different things. And to the point where the game is so complex, the game is obviously aimed at children a little bit is because it? the story of the game. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The story of the game is, is children. It is Pixar, right? Yeah. But the game is so complex that it, it begs an adult to play it. So you know what I think about when I play this game? It's like this game is made to it's, it's similar to child of light, you know, where it's like you're you have to have an adult playing and then or like you know Resident Evil Revelations, right? You have an adult playing the main role and then like you have a kid kind of doing their own thing and the adult is just playing a game on their own, right? Cuz in Child of Light it's a JRPG, but you it's co-op in a way that you can have some a second player be this little orb that helps you fight, but they don't do anything, really. And then you have uh, Resident Evil Revelations where you have like a girl, the secondary co-op player is like a little girl with a flashlight. Yeah, a flashlight but holder. But they don't really do anything other than that. So it's like, those are that's a really interesting like thought. But it's like, this this game is like almost like a real-time strategy, but you have a kid that's always nagging that wants to play with you, right? I don't know, this game's not local co-op though. It's only online co-op. Like, Is it not local co-op? Not from what I could tell. I don't think there was any option for local co-op. Oh. Wow, I I guess I just assumed since it was Minecraft, it was local. Is Dungeons local co-op? Yes, Dungeons is local co-op. Because I play with my daughter. Yeah, so you'd have to have... Oh, yeah. Okay, well, weird. So this game, it doesn't feel like children could play it. Because children like to make their own games up, even in actual video games. Like, we would goof off in halo campaign like when we were growing up or whatever like instead of clearing the level we would just explore and look around and jump on the terrain and stuff like kids are going to want to be able to explore this beautiful serene world or whatever but i feel like they can't even enjoy that because as they are exploring it the piglins are slowly turning it into hell while they're just walking around looking at the wolves and stuff and climbing the mountains and actually enjoying the game the game's getting worse. Every village that they're going to come through has been plundered. It looks like that scene in Mulan where she stops and picks up the doll. <laughs> and they're like, huh? Yeah. I wonder if this doll had an owner before. Hmm. A girl we're fighting for. Yep. Yeah. This game. Uh, let's talk about some of the, the more, uh, I don't know, m- mechanics. The pathing is terrible for everyone. Like, yes. We spend so much time sprinting across this map. It's just so obnoxious because there is thorns that will grab you and slow you down. There are pig hell vines, which don't hurt you, but just slow you down. There is swampy mushroom slime vines that poison you and slow you down. The water Uh, slows you down. The water slows you down. Uh, There's mountains. Not that bad, but you have to path around them or climb them. Yeah, which, by the way, again, similar to how the first, there's four firsts around, there are also different mounts. You start the mount with a horse, which is just kind of like the medium-fast kind of thing. There is a beetle that is slow, that's slower than the horse, but it climbs all terrain. So good. That thing is a life. It is a lifesaver. Because even when you're in, like, uh, like enemy outposts or whatever, you could just climb the wall and just get in and just kind of explore the place. It's so fucking helpful. Yeah. So while you're passing through this hell, at the same time, you have all these units that basically right-clicked followed you, and they are just eating everything you're running through. They you, you jump over a thing of lava, they're not going to jump over that lava. They're just going to run right through it and catch on fire. You finally get 
over to like the Piglin Fortress and you're like, oh crap, it's the one that's like on all these floating platforms. Well, good luck. By the time you get to the top of it, you've already lost half your troops just falling off the side of these plateaus. Oh, you know what we haven't mentioned? There's building mechanics besides like the actual physical buildings. You can build like stairs and bridges oh, and yeah. stuff, you can which is like the primary fucking thing that you have to build in this game. Lots of ramps because it's, and everything's procedurally generated and hell to travel on. It was weird because at first I fucking hated it, but I kind of just got used to it. You know, yeah. like the way that the bridges are built. And then as I got used to it, I kind of kind of coped, I guess. I was coping. Oh, God. But it was like, I don't know how else they would do this. Because you, it, 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 the game is moving so fast that there's no time to physically build the bridge. Like in Minecraft, you know what I mean? Unless yeah. you're like a fucking Fortnite player, you know, when you get shot once and you build a three-story skyscraper instantly like you can't really have like you can't really do that and the and in in fact the controls don't really give you that ability either so essentially what you do is you put a point for the beginning of the bridge or the staircase or whatever and then you put an end point and the game tries to guess what elevation you want it at and it's at for the most part not terrible at it you know what i mean i don't know i had a couple ones that are like a foot off the ground whenever they get done being built and i'm like that's yeah. fine they i can path up that they do little yeah hops. it'll be one of those uh path and point of no returns in uh in sony games you know yeah. what i mean where you drop a down a high five drop. foot yeah yeah oh, i can't go back i'm kratos and i can't lift this tree even though i can fucking pick up and throw into space this giant i yeah, can't lift this tree so, yeah, the, the navigating is terrible for the AI, but I actually had this help me in my single player game where I would be able to set up a fortress on the other side of like a little river of lava and the piglins won't go into the lava. So I constructed like a bunch of like bridges or like that, like zigzag back and forth in the piglins, like little NPCs and zoo tycoon just walk slowly back and forth across the bridges. And I'm like, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. They just keep doing that. Or yeah. uh, talk about other building mechanics. I found out the wall thing does work, Nave, because I specifically highlighted in uh, Battle for Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings, when you're fighting against the AI, they will path around in a wall before they will destroy it. So it was always better to build a big wall and then leave like an end cap off, but then zigzag back the other way with the wall so that the AI will be in like a Disneyland style uh, lined for, you know, Big Fudge Mountain or whatever, <laughs> as they're like zigzagging back and forth just to get to your base. And that's more efficient than just building a single wall where they will destroy one tiny section of the wall and just walk through. So in this game, it's like, it turns out they will not path around. They will start to fight some of the walls. But if you place a single wall segment, not even a continuous wall, like I would just like drop like 15 of them just down, just right in front of an archer tower. And some of them will like kind of walk in like weird circles around their pathing, makes them like try to thread the needle a couple times just to go around these wall segments. And so they're just getting eaten up by arrows. At the same time, some of them will stop, like the ranged units, will, like their whole purpose is usually just to destroy structures. They will stop and take out every single single wall fragment along the way instead yeah, of they're also hitting the towers. Moving. Yeah. I don't mean, it's, and it's like, is this an actual mechanic? Like, this is something children should be practicing in the game? Because if you just build a wall lot across the ai will take that as we're going to smash through the wall and continue on yeah but if it's just the wall post 
they will stop and fight the wall post. That's super weird. I mean, maybe that was something that they deliberately put in there because it sounds stupid and terrible, but it also is like, what would a kid do? I don't know. You know, like, do you think a kid can understand, like, hit the wall, put it down, then move it so that the wall is, like, more, like, Age of Empires style? It's like, do you think? I don't know. Or because I'm thinking back, like, when I played Age of Empires, I had most of the stuff explained to me by an older person. You know, so I know as a kid, I could build walls that kind of, you know, but like, I, I didn't figure it out. Like someone told me, click that, put it there, now drag it and let go there. You know what I mean? And I was like, uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, I get it. And he's like, look, now they can't go through. I'm like, oh, all right. I Another guess. weird mechanic is you send out your little collectors to collect resources, your little miners. And they will get attacked by enemies. And so when when you're raiding a base, though, like you can send them out to clear up the pig poop and they will clear the pig poop. But we had like seven of these guys. So whenever I was sieging a base and there was a bunch of enemies attacking, I would throw out all seven of my miners to go pick up pig poop. And while they were doing that, the pigs would stop attacking my structures and the units and they would focus on killing my miners. And so there's no cooldown to spawning the miners. So I was always spamming them. So it was like I'd run into the base, building towers, throwing down miners, while also commanding my golems to go attack things, and just repeatedly doing this until I started taking too much damage and I have to get out of there or all my troops finally die. But these mid-max strategies that I was doing still took me like 20 minutes to kill one base. And I had like no enjoyment during it at all, you know? And the whole time I'm like, I guess this is what I'm doing. This is what I have to do to win. Yeah, you're cheesing it. Is it cheese? I mean, it's probably cheesing because you didn't feel good doing it. I guess. But it's also like, it's weird because I was, I don't know if this is a glitch or something, but I was never able to clear the red stuff because Phil explained to me multiple times. He's like, you got to equip it. And I'm like, it's not there. And like, there is an upgrade that you do that lets you, uh, gives you the ability to use that ability, use clear the red stuff. But like, I, every time I would disassemble it and then rebuild it and I still didn't have it. And so That's I was so like, weird. I don't know if this is a host thing. Could be only that would be weird. Like, there, why no, is this it game only has host? some bugs? Like, it just released. Yeah, and I think it was a bug. Prolific, prolific bugs. One uh, being the hot bar bug, which we didn't even get into like the UI for this game. God awful. You have a hot bar that you can only limit limited like customize or whatever, because like you yeah. have a hot bar for your unit spawners. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. You have a hot bar for your constructions, but you only have seven boxes for your constructions. Meanwhile, I'm like if I'm sieging a base, I actually need more than this than to, for like a normal base setup siege. And then it's like on your left, you have a bar. What was the left bar? I think that was for upgrades. Oh yeah, your upgrade. Like you have an upgrade one. And like, well, you only use this back in the main base in the center of the map you're never going to use this hot bar at any other time why is it a hot bar yeah and and the funny thing is is that i would always look at what the upgrades did before so i would already be in the menu and then i would leave the menu then go to the heart bar and put it down it's like it would have been better if i just selected this from the menu and then it took me back to the building screen in that's just it is in the menu there's an x button that says quick build and you can press x on it does nothing doesn't do anything. I don't know what it does. I could not That's get strange. it to work. I never um, pressed that. I didn't even know it was there. Another, the bottom one is for getting resources. Oh, yeah, the resource one. Yeah, that makes sense to have that one on its own. Oh, God. 
but then it got to a point where we had a thing that was like uh farm all resources in in a zone yeah and, and then so, you didn't need the bar anymore yeah then you like basically it came down to i would want the farm all resources probably the stone one because we were always out of stone because those are like the best units in the game and everything uses stone and then like the clear pig poop one I don't, I don't know what the pig poop one is called but it clear up the red crap that the pigs leave behind those were the only three I could need. So if I could put more structures on the resource gathering bar so that I could, I don't know, better manage my crap while I'm mid battle, I wish I wish it would offer that. Yeah, for sure. Uh let's see. Other weird stuff. Yeah, when we were playing on legendary guilty, it got to a point where the game just became a lost cause. We we didn't have enough resources. We had no villagers. We had no resources from the villages to make more troops to retake the other villages even though when we did retake him the next night a god would come down from heaven and basically smite it and just take it back over instantly and it just felt like we couldn't do anything in the game even though we had so yeah. many upgrades we had every like auxiliary upgrade that nave could get for us we had we had all yeah, we got the achievement for that we had all the first we had all the mounts we had basically every battle tower type bonus and it still wasn't enough which was pretty disheartening i never really messed with the towers did you build you built those though right you built the big towers that you can get yeah they do really good but it also doesn't seem to matter in the long run like uh they're like bell towers and when they ring they just stun everything for like two seconds and then they go on cooldown for like 15 seconds and then they ring the bell again which like that's great that slows everything down but like you don't do damage to the enemies and your units kind of suck too as they're fighting the enemies and not to mention the enemies are spread so far around that it's like it's not efficient nothing you do is like efficient or like this is not starcraft where you can control like multiple groups really quick because you have to physically run around the the base that's being sieged on four different sides at the same time it sucks that's also like it's so strange that your main character that you're controlling doesn't ever get upgraded in any yeah, way. He's always no just help. sucks. No, like I was really expecting a speed upgrade or anything because we are traveling on this map all the time and it just takes forever. I'm like, great. Another three minutes of walking through the woods. Maybe I'll see redstone along the way. Oh no, this is the woods biome. There is no redstone in the woods biome. And that was like the only resource I need. No, I'll wait for you to get back. Nave had to go pee pee. That's fine. I'll just eat these crackers. You know, it's like uh, before the pod started, I was like, oh man, Nave's going to be on in an hour. Well, I thought he was going to be on an hour because he didn't message me specifically saying that we were meeting at one. I just assumed we were going to meet at one. And so I was like, oh, I'll just take a nap with Arthur. So I laid there for like half an hour with Arthur trying to sleep. Could not go to sleep. Like, fine, I'll just get up. And then I go and I get all my stuff set up. And I'm like, great, this should be good to go. Then we have technical issues for, like, I don't know, like 30 minutes before we finally start recording. And I never got to eat lunch. So, you know, I was like, oh, man, I'll eat lunch around, uh, I don't know, noonish or whatever. But I got these crackers. These uh, specifically Keebler uh, cheese and peanut butter. A little snack report in the middle of the pod.
Yeah, they're no, really no, good. I have to defend myself now. <laughs> no way. Because Philip, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So we definitely had a miscommunication here. So Philip, you know, yesterday he messaged me. We're at, so he messaged me yesterday. This is my fault, actually. So he messaged me yesterday. He goes, when do we record tomorrow? I don't reply. I definitely saw this. I forgot to reply. But then he messaged me in the morning, which I did happen to wake up in the morning, like maybe like 10 minutes after he messaged me. So that was convenient. You're like, when are you recording? And I was like, when do you feel? You know, and I was like, you know, the concert I'm going, uh, the concert I'm going to is today. So I don't want to start past three o'clock. And Phil goes, what? 1 p.m. question mark. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. I don't say this, but I'm like, yeah, okay, 1 p.m. Whatever. Because I said, when do you feel? And you said 1 p.m. And I was like, yep, great. And then so I just went back to sleep like I never replied. And now I got question mark, question mark, question mark. I am assuming one question mark. <laughs> and this is like over the course of like five hours of <laughs> trying to get a hold of me. And meanwhile, in my head, I'm just like enjoying my day. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to record at 1 p.m. And Philip is like, not sure. <laughs> in the not sure camp. And I'm like, I just assume he's going to be there at some point. Yeah, and then I showed up right on time. Yeah, lucky, lucky you. It's so much so that I found a meme. Oh. I was like, why did you... He put a fucking... He's like, so much so that I found a meme and then put a cracker in his mouth. I'm like, are you joking? You're in the middle of a sentence. Why did you do that? I see the meme now, though. Like, I was just like, this is going to be like me. Put it in the play long meme chat, of course. It says me. It's John Cena looking weird, and he says me. Me at my desk waiting for my friend who said he'll be on in five minutes. One hour ago, I showed up. Yeah, you showed up. You were you were right on time. It's just that's yeah. Like in fact, it was. I sent you the Zencaster link one minute before I was supposed to be here. I was it early. Or, yeah, early. Whatever. And we're back again. Minecraft. Um. Yeah. Do you have any more I don't remember points? what you were saying when I walked away. I thought so. I wrote in the chat "PP" and I walked away, and Philip just stopped talking immediately, like <laughs> mid-sentence. And I was like, "Oh, I thought he was just gonna keep explaining himself." That's why I didn't say anything. Well, I was just bitching about all this little stuff. I don't think there's anything else really to complain about, except I don't know, man. The animations are okay. I'm really not into the voice acting, though. The game is pretty. Oh yeah, beautiful game. Game looks really good, especially when you go out to the water area, like to the outskirts of the island, because you're always on an island, I assume. But like the the sun reflecting off of the island are different. Like the ray tracing, man, the ray tracing looks good. Game does definitely look better than I expected it to look. Other than that, it's like this is a weird. This is this game is just like a weird like cross between. Dungeon Defenders and Over Overlord and Pikmin and like like it, like I don't know it's like there's so many games I've realized that kind of do this thing and so that's probably one thing that makes me more sad is that more disappointed in the game is that like there are other games that I kind of enjoy more than this that do a similar thing just kind of better even like Orcs Must Die where you're just setting up traps yeah like I don't know. I miss Orcs Must Die and Dungeon Defenders. The new Dungeon Defender sucks balls. Do you want to play it? Yeah, we can. I think it's free. All right. Which uh, makes it suck worse. I got a couple Steam reviews because there's not much on the Reddits about this one, but there's a lot of Steam reviews for a game that just came out uh, 12 hours, or not 12 hours, 12 days ago, which I'd see you put the Metacritic score in there. This game is doing quite well. 71 for Metacritic and 70 for user. Surprising. Middling. 
it's very surprising when the user score and the Metacritic are very close together. But I think it's also the I think the user score. There's not that many there. All right, so I'll take these first like kind of Steam review. We don't have to read them all, but I just found uh, a couple ones that I wanted to highlight. Uh, this one is from uh, Ghostface, but uglier. Who has four hours on record? He gave it a not recommend, and he says, "Why did I play for more than two hours? For fuck's sake!" Because you can't return a Steam game after two hours. Yep, and he played it for two more hours. Didn't yeah, he played it for four it. hours. Uh, so one? we got Jesus, Jesus, with one point four, which is weird because Jesus, Ghostface, but uglier, four point one hours, one point four hours. Got a kind of yin and yang going on here at the top. But this is not a recommend to complete the yin and yang. It's also a not recommend. This one says simple, small game, and a story mode that can be finished in like two and a half hours. Two to five hours, sorry. Uh, including some multiplayer issues that cause my friend to disconnect every time. I'm with you, brother. And then he says, for this price range, this game is not worth it and suggests waiting for a sale. So this guy thinks even at 40 bucks, this game isn't worth it. I would probably say the same. I call this a 10 bucker, a tenner. Tenner, I would say thirty bucks is fine, honestly. But I mean, I, I I clearly spend a lot of money on video games, so I don't really know. But thirty bucks seems like okay. Like I would, I paid. I obviously played it on Game Pass. All these people on Steam paid money for this. Which so. a lot of these profile pictures are pretty on point. Like we never talk about those, but it's like Ghostface, but uglier. Literally, is Ghostface. Jesus has like a really oddly good cartoon Jesus. Yeah, like and, with those cartoon like straight to VHS movie yeah, TV shows. Like, it's really faded, where it's like it's not backlit very well or something like that. Uh, this next one, Game Glitches, who has a picture of Stalin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Stalin. Yeah, as a not recommend with 63 hours on record. And he says, playing it just to get my money's worth, total shit, was made like Overlord without any of the fun aspects. Whoever made this should be hanged by their balls. FYI, I left my PC running for three days when I went on a trip and the game was still running. Ignore my time played, please. He had 63 hours on record. Three three days is 72 hours. Yeah, I don't know if the math is adding up. Maybe his computer yeah, went to sleep, or it logged him out or something, finally. This guy's a closet Minecraft Legends enjoyer. We also got Live, Laugh, Love. <laughs> who, has two, <laughs> who has two hours. Red Coat, voice actor detected, refunded immediately. America first. God bless our country. Never forget 1776. <laughs> I didn't read that before I read it all out. the um the main characters that talk to you are these um three overworld god spirits and one of them is british he played literally just enough time to not be able to refund it too poor guy he played exactly two hours did you check this guy's other reviews because he's got five you wonder i wonder if he only reviews british Voice acting. Yeah, like games. This is his, oh, it's only review. Which did you see his picture? Is that like a duck shaped like a dick wearing a uh, a patriotic hat or like? Dude, a, it, it's like a Samuel Adams hat. Yeah, and I uh, don't know what's going it, on. It looks like somebody's only sniffing a flower at the same time. Oh no! <laughs> okay, I see it now. Okay, no, that's a duck dressed in. Um, he looks like a patriot from 1776, and he's sniffing a flower. 
Now that I've enhanced yeah. it. God. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I have not enhanced it. All right, so next one, uh, Clapton Cheeks. is yeah, He recommended <laughs> this game. He said... Oh! I know. He has 12, hour, uh, 12 hours in the game, but at four hours, he wrote his review. And he said, this game kind of slaps when I want to turn my brain off and watch silly little guys smack about other silly little guys. Yeah. The pigs are really silly. And so are the little little uh, little Goombas that you summon. Yeah, I think the animations are good. I think the game looks good. Yeah, the, the character models look really good, too. I love the designs of the pigs. Yeah. And I also, guess. like, all of the little dudes that run around, like the llamas and the creepers and the skeleton mans, they all run around and they have life, you know? Yeah. Um, we also got Nerdgasm, one and a half hours, product refunded in bold letters, <laughs> which they're not allowed to write that, so Steam wrote that. Says Alexa, set my tower, set my timer for one hour and forty five minutes, and it says one point five hours on record. Yeah, so he also up <laughs> this game and then wrote a review about it. Yeah, I agree with a lot of the statements in these Steam reviews. You have anything before we take a break and go to our final words? Uh, let me see if there are any funny Metacritic reviews. I'm going to have the back to snack report eating the crackers. Oh, look at this one. Mojang and Microsoft from T Baron 76. Mojang and Microsoft need to stop taking a creative type game and making it into a battle royale game. Is this a Is battle the royale? First sentence? No. <laughs> so I don't know if I should keep reading. I just saw battle royale immediately. Yeah, these are all just people complaining. A lot of these are in Spanish. All right. Anyway, that wasn't productive. That guy thinks it's a battle royale game. So that's the state of Metacritic re- user reviews. Philip's eating a cracker. So I we am. can't go off break. <laughs> oh, one point we didn't really hammer on too much is that there were other glitches that I encountered. Specifically, uh, twice happened for me, once for you, including whenever I was playing on my own, where you cannot open the map. No way to fix this besides leaving the game. Yeah, it's so weird. Another one that happened to me multiple times was the hot bars getting stuck. Which this one, I just didn't, so weird. It's just like all of a sudden I'm stuck on the upgrades hot bar, which not beneficial unless you're in the upgrade zone. That's the only place you can use the upgrades hot bar. But I can't do anything else. I can't switch it. I can go into the pause menu. I can leave. It's still stuck. Eventually it just fixed itself by its own accord. And I'm like, nah, that was a fun five minutes of not being able to do anything. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about this game is when you don't know where your units are, but you can't spawn any more units because, you know, they're there. They're alive. I found in single player, you can't actually do something. If you go to any spawner and hold down the B button for like 30 seconds, it will teleport all your units to you. That doesn't work in co-op. We never use it in co-op. So I assume that option's not there. Oh, well, maybe it is there, and we just never got explained. Maybe. Which, when I was complaining about this game, Jan even said to me, he's like, maybe you're bad at it. Do you guys do the tutorial? And I'm like, the tutorial was two minutes long. And it was like, walk to the other side of the room, build a bridge, summon some units. Okay, good luck. Congratulations. Yeah. All with very nice voice acting over the top. So, tutorial, zero out of ten on tutorial. So, Phil, if I was driving my mail truck the other day yeah and um you know i zone out when i'm when i'm working right i hate i hate being there i don't want to do it 
I'm listening to a podcast. I don't give a fuck. And uh, on my right here, <laughs> yes, there's a turkey next to me. I'm in the center of the city now. Like you remember, there was a turkey saga yeah. where I was being abused by turkeys. I was being hunted. Showdown. I was being hunted. Showdown by a bunch of turkeys in this like, but that was a that was way out in the boonies on the outskirts of Oklahoma City. I am literally in the center of the fucking city now. There's How'd a turkey there? just chilling. I don't know. It's a female turkey. Just one solo female turkey solo queuing in the middle of this fucking city. <laughs> yeah, he he dropped and hot. He dropped in twisted towers. I I really had a uh, existential crisis here, and there was a there were people driving past me, and nobody was acknowledging this turkey. No one, not a single person, was like what, like you know what, as they were driving by. Nobody. Hmm. Maybe it's a. I was going a little crazy. Um. So I I drove like you know a couple houses forward, and there's a person mowing their lawn, and I was like waving them down. I was like, "Do you see that turkey?" And. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no. which is not what you want to hear from your mailman. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you see that turkey over there? And the the guy looks and he's like, "Oh my god, that's a turkey!" And like he's like, oh, "You know, we have this fucking moment of like confusion." Well, that and I'm like, "I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't like literally having a schizophrenic episode right now because like I was just no one was acknowledging it." Now the next day, it rained really bad here in Oklahoma City. And the next day, there were maybe, I saw maybe 78 rabbits, different rabbits in different parts of my route, all over the place. Just rabbits fucking everywhere. Like, to the point where, so I was sitting, I, I, was, I drove up to a mailbox, I put the mail in, there was a rabbit, like, uh, in the middle of this yard, and I was kind of looking at it, and then a hawk came down and grabbed it. No way. No <laughs> shit! Dude, this hawk came down and grabbed it. And flew to this light pole right next to me and then started eating it to death. And, like, it was, like, <laughs> you know those trees that have the balls and, like, they the balls break and, like, the spores go everywhere? Oh, yeah, that yeah. was its fur. Its fur. I could oh, see it its fur. It yes, it was ripping it to pieces. There was fur just kind of floating down. The, uh, this hawk eating this fucking rabbit. But uh, I, 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 I think I've come to the conclusion, right? Because I don't know the last time I've seen a hawk either. I've come to the conclusion that there is a uh, a domestic terrorist on my route somewhere. Well, that's re- you know what I'm saying? Re- re- releasing wild animals in the city? Where else would the turkey come from? I don't know. There was way too many rabbits, dude. I'm not even... I, oh, I wish I rabbits. was joking. No, dude, I wish I was joking when I say there was like 78. I'm in the city! Dude, it's like even when we were in McAllister, like there'd be like rabbits out in the front yard sometimes. But I am in the city, though. Like, I am, like, 20 minutes away from woods hey, in any direction. Dirt animals can live there. Is there any, like, it's not concrete everywhere. It's pretty much, that's what I'm saying, though, is that it's pretty much concrete everywhere. I'm, like, in the middle of a little suburban neighborhood, and, like, there's a turkey suddenly. I don't know. Like, our, we don't have that much woods nearby, but while we're on bird chat, the other day when I was driving my daughter to, uh, driving school or whatever uh we drove just down the street and we live in on base housing just like basic suburban houses and i look over and there's a massive buzzard or condor or i don't i don't know the the deviations in it or vulture vulture it was one of those three yes and it was just it was huge it was bigger than arthur just this giant massive (laughs) bird just sitting there's not very big 
Uh, you talking about just body mat, body weight, not the wings? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about just probably just core body, not the wings. Like he was big and tall, and he was just okay. sitting there munching on something in the grass, like two feet from the sidewalk. And I'm like, that is a monster of a bird. He's a big boy. And I'm like, you see that? My daughter's like, I don't give, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about birds. And I'm like, that's a crazy big bird. That bird would fucking kill you. Dude, there's a there's a there's a, a cluster box that there's a bird nest in. The bird left. The bird abandoned it. But um the bird would get pissed off every time I showed up. Like I would open the back and it would it. fly out the back and be like, ah, you know, dodge it. And then it would be pissed <laughs> off nearby, like be squawking at me. And I was afraid because bird claws hurt. A little bit. I, I had no idea what kind of bird it was. It was probably just a random fucking bird. But, like, some birds have really sharp claws. And if that bird was like, I'm going to go after this guy, like, I wonder if it could, like, cut my head open. You know what I mean? I Expose mean, my brain matter a oh, little no. bit. Uh, oh, you, which you're talking about hawks. Whenever I was shooting the other day, you have to go, like, out into, like, the boonies on base where it's just, like, training areas. It's just, like, a bunch of fields and trees and stuff like that. Like and it's fucking on, Modern Warfare 1 tutorial? Yeah, like, just like that. And so it's like, while I was going out there, while I was coming back, I saw a whole bunch of hawks, or, like, eagles of something like that. They were big boys, like big chickens, just sitting on the side of the road. Saw about probably four different ones, just on different parts of the road, just chilling. I'm like, man, what is it with these birds these days? They're the all birds are the dinosaurs. Place. Like, legitimately. Like, I was watching that hawk eat that rabbit, and I was like, life is fleeting. You know, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I was just looking. Dude, that ra- I was watching. I could see I could see the rabbit stop moving. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, my God. This thing is uh, getting it. It's fucking murdering that thing. How about it? A lot of rabbits. This is a, uh, was it like a snake rabbit island situation, you know? Like, we, get, we gotta have at least one predator to <laughs> pull the population. Yeah, I wonder what... I don't know what the fuck's... I don't even know what brought that up. I don't know. You ready for a break? Yeah. The music plays. I think it was the... Uh, I think we were talking about the llamas and stuff like that. And uh, so it's in my head now. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, we gotta start that animal-based podcast. <laughs> Animal review. What is it? We just an- review animals, or are we putting them against each other? No, like death battle? I was thinking like we would just uh, review animals. Like, hey, man, uh, this episode's on alligators, specifically American. But I guess we can do some croc talk on the side. And while we're discussing, it, be like, yeah, you know, man, I've seen so many alligators. It looks like a big flat rug at the zoo where he's just really wide. You know, wide alligator. Did I show you that video of the alligator eating the other alligator's foot? I'm pretty sure I showed you that video. Oh, you did. I don't know. I I've, think I've, might have. I've shared that video to people before, and I'm like, I can't not. I mean, anytime I think about alligators, I think about this video <laughs> because, like, you know, one alligator sees the other one when they're getting fed, and he, like reaches over, bites it, does, does a death roll, rips the other alligator's hand off, and then he just looks at him like, "Really, bro? You really gonna do yeah, that to me?" There was this. There were there was these guys in the Louisiana Bayou, and he uh, he reached his hand down because there's an alligator or something, and the alligator bit his arm. And then it was about to death roll, and he just kind of pried its mouth open and just dropped it back down into the water. And he just kept, he was talking the whole time to the people on the boat. Like, he never, like, he was like, he's never like, owie, you know, like I would be, oh, no, you know what I mean? (laughs) But uh, he was just like, oh, you know how he's going to bite you today. Oh, he got me. And then he just, well, now get him on day, jump on night. And she dropped him out of the fucking water. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's a fucking maniac. 
I saw a video the other day. In fact, it was today, I think, where they, they were sneaking up on an alligator, and they're like, yo, watch this. And he had, like, a blanket. And the alligator's just chilling on, like, some grass on the side of the river. And he took the blanket, and he threw it on top of the alligator's head. The alligator does, like, a backflip. Like stands up on his legs and does like a little jig, and then of course they dub music over it where it's like playing like Mexican party music while the alligators. <laughs> and I'm like, God, that's fantastic. Yeah, Got to find that one. I'm I'm fucking so my friends are. I'm gonna drive all of us to the fucking concert we're going to, and I was like, the show starts at six, and then my friend Jesse goes, I thought it starts at six, and then he sent me a screenshot <laughs> of the fucking ticket, and I was like. Are you a fucking idiot? Like, what part of what I said? I said, I said four words. What? Where did you get lost in that sentence to the point where you thought I didn't say what you just said to me? It sounds like he's like, trolling you. But he sent me a screenshot. Do you think that, it, that, do you think that they, oh my God, man. I'm going to start not trusting anyone that I'm near. Because like, do you think that these people just know me well enough that they know that that's going to make me mad? I don't know, because uh, earlier, whenever it was, uh, you know, 1245, we were supposed to meet at one. You sent me the link at 1259. And a minute later, I replied, now, question mark? As in, like, <laughs> like you're, there could be another time it. you were referring to. <laughs> I just ignored it. I didn't even. I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. Whatever. And we're back. Minecraft Legends. Dear listeners at home. Uh, the thing is, I don't even know we really want to talk about this game. I really wanted yeah. some like uh, straight in the final words. I really wanted something from this game. I was like, I'm coming off to Banner Lord. I've been controlling armies for the last 99 hours. It took me 99 hours to fucking beat that game. And I was ready to do that in Minecraft pretty much. I wanted to control armies, build fortresses, and have a good time. I wanted the Brutal Legend. I wanted to uh, Overlord, Minions, whatever, all that stuff. Uh, but that's not what this game is. This game is like a weird shadow of all these other games where it wants to be something like that. And it's just, it feels unpolished, unbalanced. It's not fun to play. Like I, after like 30 minutes in, after all the, the glitz of the fantastic visuals wears off, I'm like, man, this game is just not fun. And I played it for what? 17 hours, 17 hours minus whatever, uh, you know, I just sat there and made Nave play for me. And yeah. it still never got fun. And it's like my daughter and Jana come by and they're like, oh, new Minecraft. How is it or whatever? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just not fun. So this game is going to be currently a not recommend for me. I could, I feel like with the way the multiplayer is going, how people seem to be talking about, we didn't play it. But maybe the multiplayer combined with the custom uh, customization of like the levels that could be where this game shines even if the campaign just falls flat and is never redefined or i don't know really finished because this so many of the mechanics just don't work the way you would expect them to maybe it's because we're capital g gamers and we were playing on like i played it on normal though and it seemed to make no difference besides just the amount of resources i had but even with so like four times more resources it was still a struggle to do like one mission. And it's like, at least in games like, uh, what's it called over, not overwatch, um, crackdown. Like you're like clearing segments. You're taking down different, 
parts of the factions. And as you take it down, it's like, oh, if you take down this, the factions won't have as good cars or they, their guns will be de-leveled if you take down this stronghold. And I'm like, oh, cool. We're making progress. It never felt like progress in this game. Everything we did was busy work, basically just for survival. And you always had to be doing something. There was never cooldown time. You couldn't even pause it in single player. It was just always get to work and grind out some, I don't know, whatever, like completing some zones. Go kill some pigs. And meanwhile, I'm like, it's not fun to kill the pigs. There's no incentive to actually, like, spend time enjoying this game. Your incentive is to get it done as fast as possible with the least amount of resources. Otherwise, it's going to get more difficult. I think one of the biggest problems as well with this game is that, like, you have upgrades, but nothing ever, like, visually becomes different. You know? Like, it's like, it's not like you're getting more flashy attacks or anything. You're getting upgrades, but it's literally just adding numbers to your numbers. Yeah. You never, like, are able to do anything more spectacular than you are able to do at the beginning of the game. And this is kind of just a game where it's like, how much do you want to clear the map kind of thing? And... Yeah, I don't know. I, there's no charm. There's something that feels very soulless about this. And which sucks because I know a lot of people probably worked really hard on this and everything, but it just, it does way too many things not good enough. And it doesn't do any one thing well. So it's like, it's a passable game. And I think that 70 on Metacritic is like where it deserves to be. It is a game. Yes. It is indeed a game. If you're playing it on Game Pass, you're probably, like, a lot less... Like, I feel bad for all these people on Steam that paid money for this. Especially that much. $40 for this game? Yeah. I feel bad about the time I lost, and I didn't pay anything outside of Game Pass, which I was going to pay for anyways. Like, I thought, like, man, I could probably jump back in, and I could easily finish this game in another, like, five hours or something like that, and then I'd be able to chalk it off my list. I don't think it'd be worth it. I'd rather play anything else for those five hours. Yeah, and it really sucks, too, because I've been thinking about Inscription this whole time. So I think maybe I've been giving this game the benefit of the doubt because I dropped everything for Inscription because it's like it's gripped me quite a bit. And so I thought maybe this game was suffering from that. But it seems like I probably am pretty close to the mark, even with the infatuation that I've got. All right. So well, was yours a not recommend recommend? Not recommend. Yeah. Because I don't even know who this is for. Yeah, you know, kids it's too childish for adults, and it's too complicated for kids. I don't know. Uh, with that, Nave, what are we playing next week? I don't know. That's the rare non-recommendation. Redfall's coming out pretty soon, but I don't think we're gonna have enough time to play it. You know, this is gonna be a little weird. But uh, after we got done recording the last episode, I went downstairs and I picked up Perfect Dark Zero. And I started playing that while JP was over. Jesus. And I logged in. The servers are active and it has an online co-op game, game you know, playability. We should play Perfect Dark Zero. <laughs> Perfect Dark story Zero. Mode co-op. <laughs> it's co-op story mode? Yeah, the story mode is co-op online. Dude, I'm so fucking down. Dude, I am yeah. so unbelievably down to do I that. I played the first mission though and I'm like, oh man, this is dated. It is yeah. so dated. All right, maybe that do that. Maybe Redfall. Maybe we'll find something better. I don't know. Are you are you a listener? Write in. Are you excited for 
Perfect Dark Zero. No one's excited. <laughs> That's just like the problem is like so many of our game picks lately have just been I want to do this, which of course games like, that no one wants to hear yeah, about. No, like if I saw a podcast and I'm like, oh, what, what games are they covering? Oh, Minecraft Legends. Oh, what else do they got? Perfect Dark Zero. No, I'm not gonna click on Perfect Dark Zero. I mean, I might personally, <laughs> but if I was, if I could consider myself the average podcast enjoyer slash game player, I don't think I'm gonna click on Perfect Dark Zero. Yeah, especially if you're like going in for like, like, oh, I hope they have a really in-depth and thought-out review of this game. Mm. I don't know if we do that too good. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, especially for this episode, it's like, dear listeners, I know we've been uh, very serious with our talk of uh, crimes in the world and <laughs> disasters and everything else. But uh, I swear, we have fun and play games. It's just this game wasn't fun. Yeah, it got us in a mood, and not only did it get us in a mood, but, like, our 35 minutes of fucking not being able to record got us into a mood. Whatever. Let's wrap this up. So, our nightmares. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> God. Thanks for joining us this week, co-op partners. Maybe next time we can all kill some little piggies together. S- 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 S-